Hey, everybody. We have a bonus show today, Wednesday. Doing a little watch party. Back to back. Boy, James, right? We did Tuesday, yesterday. Right? Today's Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday, Alan. It's It's fucking Wednesday. It's hump day. We're not used to doing a Wednesday show. This is something new. Yeah, it's a watch party. We're gonna we're gonna watch fake news CNN town hall with Donald Trump at eight o'clock. My man Don Donnie is in, walking into the lion's den. In the hopes that uh everything works technically. So I don't know where you're watching Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Cloud Hub, wherever the hell you're watching. Hit subscribe, like, all that good stuff. Um a lot of a lot of interesting stuff went on today. We got like, I don't know, twenty-five minutes, whatever, before this uh Town Hall kicks off, hopefully. Hopefully, CNN.com doesn't screw us. I actually made an account. Didn't pay for it, but I made an account, which I will probably cancel right after tonight. Uh, that it, it co- It's supposed to come up on their homepage. We're supposed to be able to watch it for free. Who knows? They Probably the FBI agent sitting down the block from me is probably going to block it, but uh, we'll... Uh, Hi, FBI. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. So, listen, especially if you're watching on Rumble, hit the Rumble button, hit the share, or wherever you are. Follow. It, helps. it re- Follow. really helps us out. So, well, one, David Rubin of the Rubin Report, who was a DeSanta bro, another guy who griffed off Trump's name so many times, was, was a, a big Trump guy, you know, fake conservative because he's a homo, and... um. He he was on the Young Turks. Like he got famous for being a Young Turks commentator. Then, then, and then, then all of a sudden he realized that his complete ideology was shit. And everything that he wants. Huh? He's not a conservative. He's no, not. he's not. But but his ideology was completely destroyed right in front of his face. And he started to realize that he's a fucking retard. And he's like, oh. Donald Trump is doing a good job. Let me jump on this bandwagon and start making making some cool content surrounded about how I support Donald Trump, how I was once a liberal working for the Young Turks, right. and now I'm a, a hardened Trump supporter. And as soon as as soon as somebody else comes along that even comes close to what Donnie provided, I'm jumping ship because Orange Man's still bad. No, and so all right. He was never he he never turned he was never an orange man as bad. He turned around and he got sucked in to the DeSantis camp. They were they were looking for their influencers. He he, you know, sold his six million dollar mansion, man of the people, you know, he's 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 amongst you you common folks. And I, when I said that, I got attacked a little bit, but well, look at Donald Trump. He's not a man of the people. Donald Trump may have had have billions of dollars. But Donald Trump was a man of the man of the people and still is. Donald Trump was a guy that paid off a guy's mortgage for helping him with a flat tire, literally giving right now checks for, for nothing, paying off mortgages because he could, giving out jobs because he could. Dave Rubin or none of these these, these stupid multimillionaire grifters have done nothing for the common man, the middle class American. Tell me what Dave Rubin has done for somebody, and I will. Well, literally, I'll I'll, I'll I gotta, eat my I got a story for you, Alan. Hold on, hold on. I want to get into the the whole. He literally, he was going on today about DeSantis, and I I told him I, I he basically, I can't even look at the tweet anymore because he blocked me, literally blocked me on Twitter. Um, but it was it was you know oh it was about him going on CNN tonight. You know oh do better, Don or something like that. And I literally told him. 
that the goose shit on the bottom of Trump's golf shoes is a higher value than you, Davy Twink Boy Ruben. Go and sit by the mailbox and wait for DeSantis to send you your onesies for your twin boys that you're having with your homosexual partner. So, so like, it's so ridiculous. He's just another one. Another one. So, uh, to, to, to touch on what you're saying, because that's fucking hysterical. I'm not surprised that he blocked you. They're all cowards. Um, but to touch on what you're saying, Donald Trump's a man of the people. There's a, a video that's uh, out there. It's very tough to find. You can't really find it very easily. But it's of Judge Joe Brown. Mm-hmm. And Judge Joe Brown is saying how it's impossible for Donald Trump to be racist. And this is how much of a man of the people this guy is. So back in the eighties, there was a lot of black entrepreneurs that were trying to get business loans and the banks were denying them. They weren't giving them business loans because they were black. So what Donald Trump, so what judge Joe Brown did to these black entrepreneurs is like, Hey, listen, I know no one will give you any financing, but uh, here is a guy that I know he might help you out. And he sent him over to Donald Trump. And Donald Trump ended up giving them the loan. Mm-hmm. And these guys that go and build successful businesses and do well for themselves, they come back to Donald Trump with the check to pay him back for the loan. They'd say, here, Mr. Trump, thank you for the loan. I appreciate it. My business is doing well, this, that, and the other. You know what Donald Trump did? Donald Trump took that check, ripped it up, yeah. tossed it in the garbage, and said, good luck, on your business keep crushing it keep doing well like how you don't get any more man of the people because like what does that saying go you 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 give a man a fish you feed him for a day you teach a man to fish you feed him for a lifetime this guy he he loaned these people money and helped them build build generational wealth for not just for themselves but for their family as well on the loan that he gave them and then didn't require it to give them back find one bank Find one bank that it's on. My man, White Memes, is in the chat. Uh, it, it should be going live on CNN's website in 20 minutes, but stick around. We're going to be playing it on our show, and Ain't we're going to do a watch party so you can gangbang on the government with us. Um, but, uh, it should be on CNN uh, live. We're going to be playing it on the show. We got a couple links uh, queued up just in case it's not on their website because we're having the same issue as you are. Uh, but so. My point is, my point is, Donald Trump is the definition of man of the people. Dave Rubin is a cuck. He comes from the Young Turks and saw what the Young Turks was about and then didn't didn't stand up and be like, yo, you guys are a bunch of clowns like this organization money there. He made money there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like when when the Young Turks was doing all this rhetoric and doing this big push and continuing to do to this day, I mean, we've had we've played a few clips on this show making fun of these idiots. It'd be very easy for Dave Rubin to be like, hey, uh, Sank, this is this is what Sank is about. Yeah. And put him on blast. You know what I'm saying? If he really gave a shit about what, what, what's going on and the fake news and the rhetoric that Dave Rubin continues to put out, put these clowns on blast. Yeah, and there's, a, there's so many of them out there on all different levels, the, the, the grifters. The, um, like you have all the DeSantis uh, grifters out there who, who all of them, not some of them, all of them 
were hardcore Trump supporters until they were literally recruited by the DeSantis camp. They yes. them. They they were selling things. They built tremendous followings on social media. They uh, got sponsors, all in the name. They went to events. I mean, they're at Mar-a-Lago taking selfies with various other influencers and political figures and all this bullshit just so they could be convinced that Donald Trump is the toxic candidate, that he's he can't win the general. Ron DeSantis is the future of the party. He's the future of America first. Listen, at one time, I would have agreed with you. At, at one time, I would have agreed. You know what? He he's up and coming. He can be molded, um, and 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 refined. I, but no, I, not anymore. And I've said it time and time again. I never want to see DeSantis in the Oval Office ever. Uh, I, I I think he's spineless. Um, I I truly believe in loyalty. There isn't yep. much in politics. There's very few people in politics that are loyal. And really, in anywhere in life, Alan. Yeah. But especially politics, the political game, it's seedy, it's fucked up. Um, you know, it, it's, and it's, it's just a big game. But they're all now criticizing Donald Trump for going on CNN because, well, oh, he's like a, a Democrat. Go, go, and he, he worked out a deal with CNN. CNN offered to do the town hall. Why would, why would he not do the town hall for, with CNN? I mean, one, it, it takes balls, and even he said himself, he put something out on True Social, Donald Trump, about, well, this could either be a disaster for them, it could be a disaster for me. I don't know. I'm going. And so much has happened since, you know, they, they, they could hammer him. Supposedly, he's going to be asked questions by, you know, registered Republicans who are not sure who they're voting for in the primary uh, and and other people that just they they have no idea who they're voting for. I'm, I'm sure there'll be people there that are, are planning. I'm sure there's going to be there, there's going to be plants in the crowd yeah, that are going to sure. ask scripted questions. One hundred percent. Of course, of course, and that's to be expected. And well, you know, obviously, we'll, well probably Alan, be able to pinpoint that. I'm not going to say every question is going to be scripted. No, 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 no. There will be some organic questions, but I'm saying there's going to be a a, a very large amount of actors in the crowd that are asking very uh directive questions very you know loaded questions uh things like that that are going to come up and uh if anybody's prepared to handle those kinds of things it's don donnie um yeah. you know ron DeSantis would would crumble under that kind of pressure and would never do anything like this first off even 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 um if he had his supporters blessing and here's the thing alan i find it hysterical because you know, a lot of people, they say Donald Trump is divisive. Donald Trump is, it doesn't bring, doesn't unite the people, doesn't bring us together. Well, what better way to bring us together and reach across party lines, reach across the aisle and have an open discussion with these people in a very public forum and, and, and answer the questions that they may have that they may not be seeing on CNN or other news networks that they're watching and actually get a feel for the guy and actually, you know, find out a little bit about him 
not directly from the Don Limones and Rachel Maddows and the and the Humpty Dumpties that we've been hearing from the past couple years. Now it's going to be directly from him. And, you know, even even the pressers that he used to do every single day while he was in, in office, CNN would would cut. They'd go to their pundits and start talking about what Donald Trump is saying in the presser rather than just playing what he playing his press mm-hmm. conference like this is what they did. So now is an opportunity to maybe reach across party lines, not just uh, to bring unity, but also there's so many liberals right now and so many Democrats right now that are like, yo, our party is in shambles. Like we are fucked. And Donald Trump, when he was in office, for some reason, I don't know why, I can't figure it out yet because no news has told me why, was able to make shit work pretty well. And our party is just crumbling. Hold on on a second. I I just... uh... It had just come back, but for whatever reason, hold on, give me one second. I think I got it up, but no, you're 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 right. And people also have to remember too, because like the CNN, yeah, it's a, it's a sick leftist uh, uh, media outlet, and they lie constantly. I mean, they have a history of it, obviously. And yes, this is a Republican town hall. There are actually people out there, uh, idiots, that can't tell the difference where it's a Republican town hall where they're like, well, why is he going to go do a, a town hall with a bunch of liberals? No, you idiot. Yeah, it's a liberal station. We know that. It's a Republican town hall. Like, that literally people are thinking that he, Donald Trump is going there to talk to a bunch of liberals because it's CNN. They're like, pe- people aren't. But, he, but even, even if he was, Alan, even, even yeah, if he was. was. Even if he was, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like the optics, the the coverage of this is only going to benefit him. Knowing knowing Donald Trump, like if you have no idea about the man of Donald Trump and you're believing what the media says and you're one of these idiots who are just spewing lies over and over again, like the Ron DeSantis industrial complex. Uh, you'll, you, you, you might think it's a it's a bad idea, but. Donald Trump is a master at negotiations, a master at having conversations and taking questions. He's been doing it his entire life. And you saw throughout his entire four-year presidency how he was able to handle the press conference. When have we have we ever seen Joey Bag of Donuts in the press pool once? Like, has that ever happened once? He was down there every day, Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump was down there a lot. No. As far as I can recall, I don't think I don't think Joe Biden has ever been as president uh, in the White House press briefing room with his press secretaries. And this is where and, and listen, maybe it's happened once, but I don't think so. I don't either. But, but even so, because I also don't think that his and I've said this plenty of times that his press secretaries have direct access to, 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 I don't think Joe Biden's press secretaries ever had direct access to, or still to this day have access. Yeah, I, I think it's, Biden. he, they have direct access to, you know, maybe the Susan Rice's or whoever is oh, running yeah. the show. She's gone, but uh, I know she, I, I, but I'm using her as an example. Cause you, you, a, you know what her role was. There's a, there's a, there's a middle person, I think uh, for, for a lot of these people, maybe they have limited access for whatever it is. Regardless, it, it it's, this is um this is something i mean is this like a, a big pivotal important thing to cnn town hall no but i i i'm intrigued by it i think it's interesting uh, i'm very excited was, for it i mean uh you know it, it's i don't know what to expect i'm not expecting much i guess you could say i'm expecting 
um, maybe a tiffer or, or two between the moderator <laughs> and and Donald Trump, maybe, or, or you know, and you have to realize too, this is coming. Here's another more bullshit. Again, it's it's Republicans. It's a Republican town hall, but the whole thing with with the with the civil rape case civil keyword civil because i'm tired of these people on all over the place saying oh well donald trump was convicted and found guilty of sexual I abuse and he should register as a sex offender well no it. as a matter of fact they specifically said they did not believe any part of 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 a rape happening and they they made some ridiculous civil judgment based off sexual abuse and let's face it, Donald Trump's legal team is filing a, an appeal already. This woman is not going to see a dime of this $5 million. It's going to go to an appellate court. It's most likely going to be dismissed. Um, and it's going to cost her a lot of money, I'm sure. Well, and- not just not just that, Alan. When, when the appeal goes through and uh, Donald Trump wins the appeal – the media is never going to cover that. They're just going to leave up the fact that yeah, you'll have to look for it. Yeah. Yeah. And if there's a footnote, it'll be way down at the bottom and people have no fucking clue. It's even there. This is how they operate. It's again, where are you getting your media from? Where are you getting your news from? Because if that does happen, you know, you know, whether it's podcasts or other decentralized media outlets are going to be carrying it like crazy saying, Hey, look, you assholes. She's not getting a dime, but, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot of things. There's so much mudslinging now and it's going to get worse. This is going to be an absolute bloodbath between the primary, between Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters. I mean, it's, I mean, the, the freaking communications director of the DeSantis campaign, Christina Peshaw, she, she blocked me also. I can't make friends anymore. I just, I guess I, I'm I, I don't blame them, dude. Yeah. You're a piece of shit and no I, one likes you anyway, I, but. And I don't I I have no problem with that, but I'm not going to filter myself. If I think you're an asshole, I'm going to tell you you're an asshole, whether it's in person or social media. I, it, it doesn't matter either way. I'm not a keyboard cowboy because how I talk on Twitter and anywhere else and right here, you're going to get me in person um, the same exact way. I'm afraid of nobody. So. I, you know, yeah, I don't have to worry about any of that bullshit. He'll just, he'll just bite some glass and you'll be terrified of him. So. <laughs> no, but you, you're, you're, you're 100% right. And, and people forget a lot of things that happened during election season. Mm-hmm. He already did something like this. He's already had sit downs and town halls. Remember when he sat down with Savannah Guffrey? Yeah. And she asked him about the the pedophiles and Satanism. Like she, he's already done this whole thing, and she totally fucked herself. She tried to catch him in something to say something stupid. He's like, "Well, I that's pretty fucked up." And you know, these people like they want to get rid of pedophilia and human trafficking. I don't see what's wrong with that. It's a pretty good thing if you ask me. <laughs> like, you sure? It's a good so thing. It's, I mean, it depends on who you talk to if it's a good thing or not. But like that's 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 the thing. Like people forget that he had already done this. Like, this is nothing new. This is not like uh, totally out of character. And like, all of a sudden he's doing things with the enemy. Like he's been, he's been offering to go over there and hang out. He did 60 minutes. He did all of these things that we know have terrible coverage of him. 
and are liberal leaning and left leaning and hate America. Yet he still does them. Why? And guess what? Every time he does them, he comes out looking better than he did before. Like the Barbara Walters 60 minutes when he walked off. He's like, you're a joke. He made them look stupid. He made them look dumb. So for those of you who might have just popped on because I see some questions in the chat, Donald Trump's supposed to come on at 8 p.m. to um, to start the uh, the town hall. So like right now, we could actually for a second uh, tune in. I was going to get into the George Santos thing. George, George Santos got indicted. He turned himself in today, was placed under arrest, $500,000 bond he was released on. He pled not guilty. I know George Santos really well. I, I support George Santos. He's based as fuck. I, I, he's running for re-election. He doesn't care. Nothing can stop him. Kevin McCarthy's not forcing him to resign. Kevin McCarthy has a rule. There have been plenty of members of Congress who have been indicted before and through the course of the investigation, if they got convicted, he tells, you know, his policy is, hey, you got to resign as the leader. If they're not convicted, hey, congratulations, do whatever you want. George Santos is not resigning. I don't care what you think of him as far as, listen, should he have lied? No, but nobody voted for George Santos based off where he went to school, what he did for a living, and anything else. He didn't steal money. It's all bullshit. And you have to say to yourself, it's very interesting that today was the day that George Santos had to turn himself in and get arrested in a federal court for federal charges. The same day, House Republicans were uh, unleashing all of the evidence of the Biden crime family. Because what they did was is they dominated the news this morning with George Santos. Yep. And they left out the Biden corruption story. Shocker. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's literally not a uh, not a coincidence there. So I just want to I want to test um, just to make sure we're good. Because it will remind. We're going to go into. Uh, I'm going to bring this up They're They're doing a little commentating on the. Uh, Audience. Right, you heard you can hear that trying to say that Biden, yeah, I can hear that. You okay. know, chaos candidate. Well, remember how it felt to govern by tweet and we sort of, you know, the pit of our governed by tweet. Like they're still on this likely what we're going to hear yeah. and see. And that is going to be a real moment for the Republican Party to ask itself. Is this yeah. who you want to be? Is Donald Trump and, who you want to be? And Chris, yes. one yes. final question to you. And, you know, I don't want to be Donald Trump. Polls. I just want him to be president. We're very I, mean, early, I hate these people stands out to you about Alan, you, you wouldn't want to be like Donald Trump has well, lived quite a fucking life. dude. Guy, the guy has done some pretty cool fucking things. That's great. Still just want to be me. States, that we should not just assume that know, there's no way we can for, for the day. country, right? There is very much a way when I look at these polls because of that dissatisfaction we see with President Biden. And so I think the more Depending on where you're listening in the chat, polls, just let me know in the chat. Type in that the sound is okay, please, whether you're on Facebook or Type in the sound is okay. H.W. Bush. What about a third party? I don't think that's likely, but Americans are not loving what they think of as this rematch of the lesser of two evils. Which is a fascinating question, Mark, to hit pause on our panel with. Thank you all well, so much. It's and not going to be the lesser of two evils because I actually believe it's going to be big, big Mike. Big Mike! Before the town hall uh, is about to begin, Jeff Zelandy. What does Trump need? You to think he's going to be on time, or you think he's going to be fashionably late like he is with everything? Well, he's already there. Look, I think he's that uh, the voting does not begin in this primary for at least seven months. So the primary will not be decided tonight. But he does need to remind New Hampshire voters who are very important that he's presidential and he has a command over things. We are not going to see. Can someone explain to me what presidential means, Alan? President once lived a long life. He cannot uh, turn a new leaf. I think but presidential. He can uh, sort of change how he's running this campaign. So I do think that 
Uh, what the fuck is that supposed to mean? I don't want somebody who's presidential. I want someone who's going to actually take action and do something. is just a term like because Republicans want to see. Um, so do we see a slightly? He's clean cut. Uh, he's not rough around yeah, the edges. Good state, statesman like. We should remember. Yeah, that. fuck that. Yeah, I gotta mute that for a minute. Say state. I don't want to listen to this guy. Statesman like. Like, all right. He's he's very presidential. The way he's clean cut, he carries himself. Which I, I don't have a problem with that. I just want I want the guy that's not going to toe the line. I want the guy. Yes. I want the guy who's going to go against the grain. I, and I say this all the time, I want the guy that the government does not want in the Oval Office. That's who I will always pick as my presidential candidate. So I'll always pick as, as whoever's running for office. If the government is going to great lengths to make sure this person does not win, the government, that's the person I the want. The establishment, yeah, not even just the yeah. government, the, the establishment yeah. media, the establishment yeah. entertainment, the – like the- Yes, and I, I mean the government's obvious – listen, I, the media in my opinion is covered in that statement. Like, I agree. I agree, I but for those who, who may not, not understand that because there's still so many people that think that they're separate entities like the media is independent journalism that's covering things free and fairly. I'm sure if you listen to our show, you don't think that, but – there are there are people um so i don't understand why president trump is going on fake news president trump is going on fake news to show that he can find me because i could tell you right now i think any of the other republican uh, people uh, candidates that are running in the primary and you can count ron DeSantis, even though he's he's not technically running yet he's just going on this internet went on this international book tour None of them would go on CNN. I don't see it. Ron DeSantis would not go on CNN. I I, I do not no, see he, it. So he, hold on. The, the question is, and this is a, a Kathy in the chat, and it's a good question. But my my question is, why shouldn't he go on this platform? Why shouldn't he go on any – if the platform is there and available, why shouldn't he go on it? Because I am tired of the people, and I'm getting this from a lot of the DeSantis people – that, oh, Donald Trump is making a deal with CNN and CNN is going to do what they have to do because they want him to be the Republican nominee. That, that this is all some sort of conspiracy that, that CNN wants Donald Trump to be the nominee so that they can do what they need to do in order to screw him and ultimately get whatever Democrat is running through the general. It's all bullshit. It's all smoke and mirrors. Again, I don't care that he's going on CNN or he's not going on CNN. He is. He decided. And I think it's going to be interesting because no one has talked more harshly about CNN than Donald J. Trump. No one has trashed CNN more than Donald Trump. Could Tell me how many people out there would walk and, 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 and talk shit behind people's back, a whole group of people, all right? Hey, I, I belong to this club, and they're all a bunch of assholes and everything else. Would you go to the next meeting knowing they all know that you called them a bunch of assholes? Most people will not, and the ones that say they would most likely are full of shit unless they're completely wacky like me. Like, so, no, you're not doing that. Donald Trump's so, doing it. 100%. And, you know, we talked about it earlier in the show, if you missed it, that how it's going to open the eyes to some people who's never seen the real Donald Trump, only of what they've seen in the media. But also, CNN has no 
leverage to negotiate anything to keep Donald Trump on. Their viewership has been absolutely atrocious. Nobody is watching CNN. Nobody. They're literally staying afloat because of Big Pharma. And this town hall is going to probably do better ratings than any of CNN shows in the past five years. Mm -hmm. And any other Republican candidate, if they came on CNN, would not do the same ratings that Donald Trump's about to do tonight. I'm going to I'm going to bring this down. Let's go. First GOP primary state. We're live here at St. Anselm College for CNN's town hall with former President Donald Trump. I'm Caitlin Collins. Tonight, President Trump is here as he embarks on a campaign unlike any other in the history of U.S. presidential elections. He's the first former president in more than a century. should have did a drinking game. White House. And he is currently leading the Republican field. What would you call it on? What what, what would be the trigger words that you drink on? Just yesterday, uh, China, abuse, China, fake news. No questions are off the table. Okay. Rick, um, we're here to get voters. Rick, Ron DeSanctimonious. Our audience is made up of Republicans. Yeah, we'll rigged election. Plan to take part in New Hampshire's Republican primary. They'll get the chance to question the former president directly. These voters and the issues that they care about the most will help decide if former President Trump will get a second chance to take on President Joe Biden. Please welcome the frontrunner for the Republican nomination, former President Donald Trump. Standing O. At least half the room. Here they go. I love it. Good to see you, even though you fucking suck. <laughs> President Trump, thank you for your time thank here you. tonight. We got a, a great crowd here in New Hampshire, a lot of voters, uh, with a lot of questions about what your 2024 term would look like, what another Trump term would look like. We'll get to the voters shortly, but your poll show that you are dominating the Republican race right now, but you are also under active federal investigation for trying to the 2020 election results. Your first term ended with a deadly riot at the Capitol, and you still have not publicly acknowledged the 2020 election results. Why should Americans put you back in the White House? Because uh, we did fantastically. We got 12 million more votes than we had in, uh, as you know, in 2016. Uh, I actually say we did far better in that election. Got the most uh, that anybody's ever gotten as a sitting president of the United States. Uh, I think that uh, when you look at that result and when you look at what happened during that election, uh, unless you're a very stupid person, you see what happens. A lot of the people, a lot of the people in this audience and maybe a couple that don't, but most people uh, understand what happened. That was a rigged election. And it's a shame that we had to do a shot already rigged for our country all over the world. They looked at it and uh, they saw exactly what everyone else saw. You look, even if you just look recently with the 51 intelligence agents that made a 16 point difference. Uh, if you look at the but FBI, if you look at the FBI and uh, Twitter, uh, they call it Twitter files, made a big difference. If you look at Mr. President, the vote, back to what you just said there though, it, it was not a rigged election. It was not a stolen election. You and your supporters lost more than 60 court cases on the election. It's been nearly two and a half years can you publicly acknowledge that you did lose the 2020 election? Let me, let me just go on. If you look at True the Vote, they found millions of votes on camera, on government cameras, where... What does she uh, think? She's dealing with an amateur this broad? With all of that, I think it's a shame that what happened, I think it's a... She's going to have a bad night. Country. I think it's a very sad thing, frankly, for the world, because if you look at what's gone to our country, our country has gone to hell. Our borders are bad. 
Our military has been bad. You look at the taxes, you look at inflation, what's happened to inflation, it's just destroying our country. Uh, we've really become, in many ways, a third world country. And it's very sad what's happened in this administration. And it's uh, something that we'll turn around on day one. We were energy independent. Now energy is at a level that we've never had to pay before. We Nobody can afford to continue to pay what's happening with energy. But we were energy independent. Uh, we were getting out of Afghanistan with strength and with dignity. And instead, we got out, we looked like fools, probably the most embarrassing President, moment in the history of our country. We have a lot of questions about the economy and foreign Good. policy tonight. But, but what you just said there, Republican officials debunked those claims about fraudulent ballots. We want to give you a chance Who? tonight. Who? Republican officials. She's going she's, she's to hold on to this election uh, bullshit. No, your yep. own election officials, Mr. Look, President. Uh, so we wanted to give you a chance. afraid to take on the issue. But we have a big problem in this country. We have we wanted to elections. Give you a to we have elections that were horrible. If you look at what happened in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, if you he look did at acknowledge what the results. They were Detroit, they were Michigan. bullshit. If you look at what happened in Atlanta, millions of votes, and all you have to do is take a look at government cameras. You'll see them people going to twenty eight different voting booths to vote to put in seven ballots apiece. So, Mr. I mean, President, and they're all I on have camera. to stop you there because because there is no evidence of that. Your own election officials testified to that and have said that Republicans this is in her these big states, moment, this this in Georgia, there were multiple recounts, including a hand recount. We have questions about the claims that you're making tonight from voters on this topic. I want to bring in Scott Dustin from Concord. He works in insurance litigation. He's an undeclared voter. That's what they call independence here yeah. in New Hampshire, as you she, know. She got just run over by a Mack truck. Scott, what's your question for the president? Hi, uh, President Thanks, Trump. Scott. Welcome back to New Hampshire. Thank you. Uh, will you suspend polarizing talk of election fraud during your run for president? Uh, will I suspend, excuse me, what? Will you suspend polarizing talk of election fraud during your run for president? Yeah, unless I see election fraud. If I see election fraud, I think I have an obligation to say it. And you know what we went through? Uh, a short while ago has really put our country... Was that his own problem. question, or did he get handed that question? That. I hope we're going to have very honest elections. Uh, we should have voter ID. We should have one-day elections. We should have paper ballots instead of these mail-in votes. But uh, the answer is yes, and I hope that it's going to be very straight up, because if it's going to be straight up, we're going to win the election. So you Thank will you. suspend talk to his question about the 2020 election on the campaign well, trail? I guess uh, we're going to just win. We're at a point now. We're getting so close. Let's just win it again and straighten out our country. One other question on this. I like that. I like that. But you're right. I don't think he that's his own question. It was handed to him on a script. Suggested terminating the, com the Constitution. Do you stand by those comments? I don't know. You were able to do certain things. I'm not talking about... A lot about of trolls in the, the Facebook chat. I'm Welcome, people. You're all assholes. The Constitution. Yeah, we have 300 people watching live on Rumble right now. Legal and well-maintained and well-looked-at elections. And we didn't have that. I cherish our Constitution, but we have to live up to the Constitution. We weren't living up to the Constitution. I was just saying there's no evidence of that election fraud. You did I once tweet... You're supposed to say that, but you know, I'm glad you say that, but... Look, That's that was truth, a horrible election. That was a horrible election. And unless somebody's very stupid, and I know you very well, you're not stupid at all, uh, but you perhaps are given an agenda or you have an agenda. Look, of course we they have, have, have an agenda. honest elections in our country. We have open borders. We have... Getting cheers. The, the, the hose is getting heckled.
elections. We have open borders. Look at what's happening on our southern border. Millions and millions of people are coming in. They're being released from prisons. They're being released she from thinks she's gonna uh, control mental institutions. <laughs> and we have millions of people pouring into our country. And now they're getting rid of Title 42, which I put on, which kept people out that were sick. And, and Mr. President, we have a lot of questions about immigration yeah. to get to tonight. Obviously, that's a big topic, especially given what's expected to happen tomorrow. But I want to talk about the influence you have over your voters. It's very clear that you are very influential over them. You have a lot of impact. I've been to many of your rallies and seen it up close, which raised a lot of questions about the influence that we saw that you had on them on January 6th. Oh, here we go. Attacked the Capitol. Do you have any regrets about your actions on January 6th? Well, you know, uh, January 6th was, again, we go back to it, but January 6th had to do with the fact that hundreds of thousands of people, and you don't see the pictures very often. A lot of the people here probably were there. January 6th, it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken to. That was prior to the walk down to the Capitol building. I don't think, and I've spoken to hundreds of thousands of people. I've never spoken to a crowd as large as this. And that was because they thought the election was rigged. And they were there proud. They were there with love in their heart. That was an unbelievable, and it was a beautiful day. And what I was asked to do, I wasn't involved in it very much. I was asked to come in, would I make a speech? I made a speech. I said, walk peacefully and patriotically, or, you know, many different mm -hmm. things. In fact, I brought a list of things. I don't want to bore the audience, but we can go sentence after sentence after sentence of things I said and things I put out. Uh, one of the big problems was that Nancy Pelosi, crazy Nancy, as I actually <laughs> call her. Crazy Nancy. Pelosi and the mayor of Washington were in charge, as you know, of security. And they did not, not do their the job. They're not in charge of the National Guard. You're in charge of the National Guard. Well, I offered them National Guard. I yes, said, you we'll did. give you soldiers, yep. we'll give you National Guard, we'll give you whatever you want. And they turned me down. You're and in fact, she turned Secretary. me down. She tur excuse me, she turned me down in writing. They turned me down. But your acting defense secretary, Chris Miller, at the time, he says you never gave a formal order to, to deploy the National Guard. But when it Excuse came me, to that day. just the opposite. He Chris Miller wrote a book, and he's a fantastic guy, and he was ready to go. They turned him down. If you look, the mayor of Washington, D.C., lovely lady, she said, we don't want it. We don't like the look. Nancy Pelosi said, oh, we don't like the look. If they would have had just, I offered them 10,000 soldiers, I said, it could be 10, it could be more, but I offered them specifically 10,000 soldiers. If they would have taken 500 soldiers, you wouldn't have the problem. They turned it down. And if you look at the Inspector General report, he says they turned it down. They made a terrible mistake. Well, Chris Miller was your acting defense secretary. He says you never gave that order. But back to what happened. You're on just making up lies. Like the guy went on radio yeah, and right. said that was not if the case at all. Involved that day, you did tell your supporters to come to Washington. You tweeted about it about sure, that speech that happened on the rally. Am I allowed so when to they, say that? When they went to the Capitol and they were breaking into the Capitol, smashing windows, injuring police officers. Why did you? Why did it take you three hours to tell them to go home? I don't believe it did. Oh, let me pull it out. I have to pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let me this out. Let me just whip this out. And the cl crowd's cheering him. Like, CNN is getting heckled. He's got it on paper. The guy is fucking legendary. The day before, I said, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful, stay peaceful. This was the day before, and this was in the form of Twitter. Now use Truth, Truth Social. I think it's far superior, okay? I hope everybody's on Truth. I hope everybody's on Truth. Uh, if you Are you with CNN? Before 2.30, 2 
I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. This is right after, as it was happening. 2.40 in the afternoon. What happened is they took it down. I don't know why. I think they took it down because it was so good. They didn't like it being up there. <laughs> I am asking, this is, and we didn't know until I got it back, because now I have 90 million people waiting for me to go back, but I'm on truth and I'm staying on truth. Listen, I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violation. It's, we want no violation. We want no violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. That was at 2.30. That was very early. Mr. President, I looked at the same timeline that you did. No, Once I know, but you clear, didn't report that. You know why? Because it was we taken down. We did report down. it. I, I was reporting that It was that taken thing. down and it wasn't... What, what are you going to make up now, lady? They were not being peaceful. You saw them rushing the Capitol, breaking windows. They were hitting officers with flagpoles, tasing them beating them up, when it was clear they weren't being peaceful, why did you wait three hours to tell them to leave the Capitol? They listened to you yeah. like no one else. You know that. They do. I agree with that. But so Nancy, Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi and the mayor are in charge. I assume they were able to do their job. They weren't. But and Pelosi's not in charge of Capitol security. And if you security. remember, I made a video. That's a lie. Yes, she is. Right yes, she 100% is. Nancy Pelosi is in charge of Capitol security. Brother, that would be another know. drink when the CNN host lies, broad face lies, <laughs> shot. The, the video. It, it came out much later it was a great video and it was a beautiful video and it said i mean i don't want to read it all but you have you have to go home now we have to have peace we have to have law and order we have to respect our great people of law and order we love the people of law and order we can't play into the hands of these other people we have to i'm gonna come peace. Please go home. No, I said that. Well, you know what they did? They took He's just fucking her raw dog over and over again. It's so amazing. The reason is it's so good and so conclusive that all of this nonsense and all of the tens of millions of dollars that have been spent are just wiped away with this one. And they've never put it back up. They had another one that they did the same thing. But that thing. video that you referenced there, it wasn't posted until 4.17 p.m. No, I'll tell they you, breached was, the Capitol at 2 p.m. That video Mr. was posted... Or yeah, PM? before the, actually a little bit before that. Right. So that's my Excuse question. Me. Because in that three hours, over Excuse 140 officers. It was officers posted were after injured. the first one I just read, though, and that was a two. What, 140 officers were injured. Here, because going. Well, that's back a new one. In There's that three one hours, over 140 officers were injured that day. They go by the statistics of injury and report. A person that's named it. Ashley Babbitt was killed. Yes. You know what? She was killed, and she shouldn't have been killed. And that thug that killed her, there was there no reason go. to shoot her. Got a gold medal. To He's a racist now because he called this guy a, a thug. And she was a good person. She was a patriot. One there was no was reason. There. To, there was no reason. And he went on television to brag about the fact that he killed her. And got a medal. That, the officer was not bragging about the fact that he oh, killed he her. But bragging. one yeah, person who was at the Capitol that day, as you know, was your vice president, Mike Pence, who says that you endangered his life on that day. I don't Do think he feel, was in any danger. Mr. President... Do you feel that you owe him an apology? No, because he no. did something wrong. He should have put the votes back to the state legislatures, and I think we would have had a different outcome. I really do. But he doesn't have the authority to do that, as you know. What? The vice president does not have the authority to okay, reject those Are you ready? Let's have this one out just now, because it's interesting. Let's keep it interesting, right? <laughs> I like Mike. <laughs> I'm making that a pad. Let's keep it interesting, right?
You cannot move. I called him the human conveyor belt. I said, even if the votes, you mean, I talked to his lawyer, even if the votes are absolutely fraudulent, he can't send. Yes, sir, he can't send. Bad. And the Democrats played Shut it. Shut up, Olger, and Facebook. It. You got and a stupid name. The election results. You're getting a ton of trolls. We're getting all love and rumble over here. The lawyers told me you can't Facebook do it. They can't trolls. Do it. But the lawyers were wrong. Because right after the election, 500 people watching the room. The rhinos and the Democrats, and they worked out a plan to make sure that future vice presidents don't do what I said you could do. That's not what happened. You're referring to the Electoral Count Act. That's I've exactly read. Right. I've read that there is there is no authority. No, legal experts, me. including Republican legal experts, say that he does not have that authority, okay, Mr. President. Glenn, but I want why to did on. they change the law then, saying that you can't do it? They didn't change the law. They strengthened the law because they were worried about. Oh, presidents they strengthened exploiting. it, meaning you could do it. <laughs> right, exactly. That's not what it means. <laughs> Thank you. They strengthened the Mike law. Mike had the right to do it. They. Uh, convinced him he didn't, and it was a horrible thing for our country. If you would have sent those votes back to Georgia, Pennsylvania, and other states, Wisconsin, which if you look at Wisconsin, they've virtually admitted now that the election was rigged. If they you would have, have sent those votes back to many yes, of those, they, have. Votes, they would not come back in the affirmative. And remember what I said, and you just said it pretty much, you admitted what I said was right. I they said not. he didn't have the right to do it, and he did have the right to do it, and that's why I they changed not. the law, taking that I'm right from away. CNN. I should note that your campaign paid for a recount that happened in Wisconsin. It actually had more votes for President Biden by the end of it. But I want to move on to Wayne Byer. He's a retired attorney from North way, Conway. So many illegal votes were cast in Wisconsin. And if you look in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, they had so many legal illegal votes, they didn't even know what to do with them. You're absolutely wrong. Mr. President, about that. there weren't any fraudulent votes in Wisconsin. I do want to get to the audience, though. We have questions for you from the audience. A retire Wayne Byer is a retired attorney from North Conway. He has previously served in Republican administrations. He volunteered for the Republican Party in the 2022 midterms. He voted for you in 2020. What's your question for the president, Wayne? Thank you for coming, Mr. President. Thank you, Wayne. My, my president. Another written down scripted question. Will you pardon the January 6th? It doesn't mean that they're scripted. They do that a lot. Federal offenses. I am inclined to pardon many of them. I can't say for every single one because no. a couple of them probably they got out of control. But you know, when you look at Antifa, what they've done to Portland, and if uh, you look at Antifa, look at what they've done to Minneapolis and uh, so many other, so many other places. Look at what they did to Seattle and BLM. BLM. Many people were killed. These people. I'm not trying to justify anything. But you have two standards of justice in this country, and what they've done, and I, I love that question, because what they've done to so many people is nothing, nothing. And then what they've done to these people, they've persecuted these people. And yeah, my, my answer is, I am most likely, if I get in, I will most likely, I would say it will be a large portion of them. You know, Smart they move. did a very, <laughs> and it'll be very early on. And they're living in hell right now. So when it comes they're to living pardons, in hell. And they're policemen and they're firemen and they're soldiers and they're carpenters and electricians and they're great people. Many of them are just great people. Mr. President, one of the people who was convicted was a former policeman, but he was convicted of attacking a police officer, I should note. But when you said you are considering pardoning a large portion of those charged with crimes on January 6th. Does that include the four Proud Boys members who were charged and convicted of seditious conspiracy? I don't know. I'd have to look at their case. But I will say, in Washington, D.C., you cannot get a fair trial. You cannot. Just like in New York City, you can't get a fair trial either. <laughs> 
speaking of he's just dunking on everybody right now verdict that was reached yesterday i know this is something you want to weigh in on as well manhattan jury found that you sexually abused the writer eugene carroll and defamed her you denied this but what do you say to voters who say even the crowd's laughing from being present not my type many of them because my poll numbers just came out they went up okay (laughs) yes I think I'm I'm the only person in history who had a charge like that. And usually you you leave office, you say, I'm sorry, but I'm going to back home. I'm back home to my family and everything. I'm going to be resigned. My poll numbers went up and they went up with the other fake charge, too, because what's happening is they're doing this for election interference. This woman, I don't know her. I never met her. I have no idea who she is. I had a picture taken years ago with her and her husband, nice guy, John Johnson. He was a newscaster, very nice man. She called him an ape, happens to be African-American, called him an ape. The judge wouldn't allow us to put that in. Her dog or her cat was named Vagina. The judge wouldn't allow to put that in. I love this guy. They can put in anything. Access this Hollywood was a jury of anything. nine people who found right. you liable of sexual abuse. Do you think that this will deter women from voting for you? No, I don't think so, because I think the whole thing, just so you understand, ready? <laughs> I never met this woman. I never saw this woman. This woman said, I met her at the front door of Bergdorf Goodman, which I rarely go into other than for a couple of charities. I met her in the front door. She was about 60 years old. And this is like 22, 23 years ago. I met her in the front door of Bergdorf Goodman. I was immediately attracted to her. She was immediately attracted to me. And we had this great chemistry. We're walking into a crowded department, so... We had this great chemistry, and a few minutes later, we end up in a, a room, a dressing room of Bergdorf Goodman, right near the cash register. And then she found out there are locks on the door. So she said, I found one that was open. She found one. She learned this at trial. She found one that was open. What kind of a woman meets somebody and brings them up, and within minutes, you're playing hanky-panky in a dressing room, okay? <laughs> Yo, know. so many soundboard <laughs> clips. Johnson, I feel sorry for you, John Mr. Johnson. Mr. President, can I I know you're recounting what she said, but Mr. Uh, President. But let, let me just, if I could. Hold on, his poll numbers are still climbing. I was walking in at the park, because I was She's so angry. Then, and I own the Plaza Hotel right next door, and I own buildings around it. I'm not going into a dressing room of a crowded department store. Then I say. A banger in the suite at the Plaza. Raped, and by the way. <laughs> They said she wasn't raped. Okay, that was her charge. She wasn't. They found they that you did, sexually they found, abused her. No, no, what, say what they, they did. They said he didn't rape her. And did I didn't do anything did. else either. You know what? Because I have no idea who the hell she is. But Mr. President, I don't know who I, this woman is. Can I ask you, given your recounting, I don't know version, who, and, and I tell you this. This bitch is about to lose her shit. From my children, which I never do. I have no idea who this woman This is a fake story, made up story. We had a horrible Clinton appointed judge. He was horrible. He allowed her to put everything in. He allowed us to put nothing in. Mr. President, you're recounting your version of events here right now to the audience. You referenced the trial. You did not go to the trial and actually testify. Do you wish that you had testified? No, it wouldn't have made a difference. This was a rigged deal. This was a, my lawyer said, sir, you don't have to do it. I actually said, I think I should. It would be respectful. They said, sir, don't do it. This is a fake story, and you don't want to give it credibility. One That's why you, I didn't go. One thing you did do in this. And I swear, and I've never done that. And I swear to you, I have no idea who the hell. She's a Mr. whack President, job. 
you testified in person in this trial. There was a tape deposition of you from October in it. You defended the comments that you made on that Excess Hollywood tape about being able to grab women how you want. Do you stand by those comments? I said, if you're famous and rich or whatever I said, but I said, if you're a star, you are, and I said, women let you. I didn't say you grab, I said women let. You know, you didn't use that word, but if you look, women let you. Now, they said, will you take that back? I said, look, for a million years, this is the way it's been. I want to be honest, this is the way it's been. I can take it back if you'd like to, but if you're a famous person, if you're a star, and I'm not referring to myself, I'm saying people that are famous, people that are you stars, were asked in the deposition, people that are rich, to be a star people that are powerful, yes. uh, they tend to do pretty well in a lot of different ways, okay? And you would like me to take that back? I can't take it back because it happens to be true. I said it's been true for one million years, approximately a million years, perhaps <laughs> a little bit longer than that. You stand by those comments. Well, I don't want to lie. Mr. Oh, President, here's, we have what, a lot here's what she wants Mr. to President, say. Let's a get rich to the and famous person tonight. has no advantage over anyone else. Well, you do have an advantage. And I say unfortunately, but that's the way it is. You said fortunately or unfortunately. Well, fortunately or unfortunately for her. We have a lot of audience her. questions to get to tonight. I want to go back to the audience. She's We've getting wrecked. Oral surgery assistant. She's a Republican activist from Derry. She was a New Hampshire delegate for you in 2020. What's your question? Hi, thank you so much for coming to New Hampshire thank to you. answer our questions. My question is regarding the economy. Over the past two years, we have seen the prices for everything skyrocket. From food to gas to utilities and insurance costs, many people's bills are up several hundred dollars a month, including mine. If elected president again, what is the first thing you would do to help bring down the cost to make things more affordable? Drill, baby, drill. Let's go. Jobs, keep oil. Energy independent. We were soon going to be energy dominant. And nobody had ever done what I did. We got oil down to $1.87. Actually, it fell lower than that in some cases. We had to save the oil companies the, the price was getting. So we were doing incredibly. We had the greatest economy in the history of our country, probably the greatest economy in the history of the world. We we're energy independent, soon to be energy dominant. We were going to be bigger than Russia and Saudi Arabia put together times two. We have more liquid gold under our feet than any other nation, any other nation. And these stupid fools ended it. And energy went from $1.87 and even lower for gasoline, for a car. They went from $1.87 to five, six, seven, eight, and even $9. And your electricity bills went through the roof, your heating bills went through the roof. And that's what started inflation, and it hasn't stopped because people are paying now for bacon and for eggs and for the two and three times what it was just a little while ago. We created the greatest economy in history. A big part of that economy was I get, got you the biggest tax cuts in the history of our country, bigger than the Reagan cuts, bigger than any. I'm going to come. Caitlin, also, as you know, we got the biggest regulation and regulatory cuts we this place was rocking and then we were given a gift from china and china paid a big price and let me tell you something i took in hundreds of billions of dollars in taxes from china but prior to COVID coming in and then i rebuilt the economy again a second time 
But we had prior to COVID coming in as, as from China, from Wuhan, which I said it came from Wuhan. Everybody said, oh, you're wrong about that. You're wrong. It came from Wuhan. I said it right from day one. So we had the greatest economy in the world. Here's the story. Uh, they made energy so high and energy is all invasive. It is massive as an industry and as a cost. It lifted everything. If Mr. you President, made, don if you made donuts, if you made, no matter what you did, and but we had inflation, the likes of which I guess she we wants to interrupt so bad. Yeah. Two years, but I think more than that, we had no inflation. We had the lowest energy prices we've had in decades. This country was rocking and rolling. And by the way, we had the most secure border in the history of our Mr. country. Mr. President, we have, we have more questions on the economy. I want to make sure we get to all of those. As you know, the U.S. right now could be just three weeks away from defaulting on its debt. That could mean millions of jobs lost, people not getting their Social Security payments. People believe it would put the U.S. economy into a recession. Um, on that topic, I want to bring in Marta Cervea, a student here at St. Anselm. She is an undeclared voter who did not vote in 2020. Marta, what's your question? Hi, Mr. President. Hi, uh, so my question is, what do you think about the United States' current debt situation and how can we move forward? Uh, such an important question. So we're at $33 trillion, a number that nobody ever thought possible. When we had our economy rocking and rolling just prior to COVID coming in, like literally, we were making a fortune. And oil, we were going to make so much money from oil, we were going to start paying off debt. But then with COVID coming in, we had to do other things. We had to keep this country alive because it was so serious. But we have to get the country back. We have to lower energy prices. We have to lower interest rates. Interest rates are through the roof. Energy has to come down. It all has to come down. And we have to start paying off debt. But when we have a debt limit, and they use that very seriously. I mean, they came in, Schumer came in with Nancy Pelosi, and they were using, we'll violate it, we'll do whatever. They talked a whole lot different than they do right now. I say to the Republicans out there, congressmen, senators, if they don't give you massive cuts, you're going to have to do a default. And I don't believe they're going to do a default because I think the Democrats will absolutely cave because you don't want to have that happen. But it's better than what we're doing right now because we're spending money like drunken sailors. So you know just to expression? be clear, Mr. President, you think the U.S. should default if the White House does not agree to the spending cuts Republicans well, are you might as well do it now because you'll do it later because we have to save this country. Our country is dying. Our country is being destroyed by stupid people, by very stupid people. You that using the, using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when you were in the That's Oval Office. That's when I was president. To, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucked, bitch. Keep helping those poll numbers. The U.S. defaulting would be massively consequential well, for it's, everyone it's, in this room, for all of you. You don't Americans. know. It's psychological. It's really psychological more than anything else. And it could be very bad. It could be maybe nothing. Maybe it's a you have a bad week or a bad day. But look, you have to cut your costs. We're, we're spending $7 trillion on much of it on nonsense. Seven trillion dollars on nonsense. We've got another I actually question said, for the voter tonight. Get all of that money that was wasted, and frankly, the Senate should have never approved it. Get all that money that was wasted, and if they don't get rid of that, you'll have to default. Okay? Mr. You President, default. we've got another voter here tonight. And by the way, you're going to default eventually anyway. She wants to shut him up. I don't think you'll have to default. Smug I think if the Republicans hold strong and they say, we want five, Let's say we want $5 trillion off. I really think the Democrats have no choice but to do it. 
And if I win, they're going to be doing the same thing to me in two years. I guarantee you that. Mr. President, they're going we've to got play another a very hard game, and they did that before. Bobby Petrino has been waiting very patiently. Sure. He's a student at St. Anselm. He's a member of College Republicans. He's an undeclared voter right now. He supported you in 2020. Bobby, what's your question for President Trump? Hi, thank you for coming. Uh, this is a bit of a pivot, but uh, with gun violence and mass shootings in the news cycle recently, I'm worried that state governments and the federal government are going to act to repress gun rights. Uh, under your administration, you uh, instructed the Department of Justice and the ATF to ban bump stocks. If elected president again, how would you act not only to defend our Second Amendment rights, but to restore rights that have been taken from us, um, such as, by example, recently the ATF's ruling on the pistol stabilizing braces? Yeah, as you know, the bump stocks are actually a very unimportant thing. And NRA, I went with them and they said it doesn't mean anything. They were actually, all they do is teach you how to shoot very inaccurately. So we did that. Uh, there's been nobody that's protected the Second Amendment, as you know, like I have. I protected it through thick and thin, not easy to do. But we have a very big mental health problem in this country. And again, it's not the gun that pulls the trigger. It's the person that pulls the trigger. And we have to protect our Second Amendment. We have to protect our Second Amendment. Mr. President, you dealt with a lot of mass shootings when you were in office. This year, there have already been more than 200 mass shootings yeah. in 2023. If you are reelected, are there any new gun restrictions that you would sign into law? I would do uh, numerous things. For instance, schools, we would harden, very, very much harden. And I also, I'm a very believer. I believe in teachers. I love teachers. I think they're incredible. And they love the children, not quite like the parents, but they love the children in many cases almost as much. Many of these teachers are soldiers, ex-soldiers, ex-policemen. They're people that really understand weapons. And you don't need 5% of the teachers would be more than you could ever have if you're going to hire security guards. But in addition to that, have security guards. You have to harden your entrances. You have to make schools safe. And you can make other places safe. But it is a big mental health problem in this country more than anything else. And remember, we have 700 million guns, 700 million. Uh, many people, if they don't have a gun, they're not going to be very safe. I mean, if they don't have a gun, it gives them security. Now, you need them for entertainment. You need them for hunting. You need them for a lot of different things. But there are people that if they didn't have the privilege of having a gun in some form, they, many of them would not be alive today. You know, there is a certain country that had a very strict policy on guns, very, very strict. Which country? And, uh, Brazil, okay? Brazil, <laughs> very strict. And the former president of Brazil, and they, the, the killing, Trump. incredible. They were walking into people's homes and killing people. They had no protection. He said, go out and buy guns. People went out and bought guns, and it went way down. The numbers went way down because they had security. If you look at Chicago, Chicago has the single toughest gun policies in the nation. They are so tough, you can't breathe. New York, too, and other places also. All of those places are the worst and most dangerous places. So, so that's not the answer. No new restrictions that you would sign if reelected, Mr. President. I want you to meet Julie Miles, a registered nurse from Merrimack. She's a Republican who voted for you in 2020. Julie, what's your question for the president? Thank you, Mr. President. Thank you. I appreciate you answering this question this evening. How do you plan to appeal to women voters in New Hampshire who are concerned about the Dobbs decision and how states may change their laws? It's such a great question, and it was such a great victory, and uh, people are starting to understand it now. Uh, you know that they wanted to bring it back to the states, but that was probably the least important part of that victory. Getting rid of uh, Roe v. Wade was an incredible thing for pro-life because it gave pro-life something to negotiate with. Pro-life had absolutely nothing being stuck in Roe v. Wade to negotiate with. And now what's happening, and I see it all over, 
deals are being made, deals are going to be made. And it, it, look, everybody that was president wanted to get rid and tried to get rid of Roe v. Wade. You mean For 50 years, Republicans. For 50 years, this has been going on. Actually, a couple of Democrats, too. But for 50 years, this has been going on. I was able to do it, and I was very honored to do it. But by doing it, things are happening that are very, very positive. And you have to, I happen to believe in the exceptions, the life of the mother, rape, incest, like Ronald Reagan believed in the exceptions. But I happen to believe that. I think it, I think it's frankly important to do that. But a lot of people are, uh, you know, against that. A, small, a relatively small, relatively small number. But the so way I, I the you. way I look, I think it's very important to say this. I consider the other side to be radical because the other side under Roe v. Wade and other things, the other side, they're radical because they will Remember the debate with Hillary Clinton? I said, rip the baby out of the womb at the end of the ninth month. They will kill the baby in the ninth month. If you look at that crazy governor of Virginia from the former governor, where he said, no, the baby will be born, and then we'll decide essentially whether or not to execute but the Mr. baby. Mr. President, can we talk about what you would do if no, you, are, these are the if radical you are reelected? People. It's not the pro-life people that are but radical. But if you are reelected and you're back in the Oval Office and you get legislation to your desk, would you sign a federal abortion ban into law? Uh, what I'll do is negotiate so that people are happy. But the fact that we were able, I was able, I'm so proud of it, we put three great justices on the Supreme Court. We have almost 300 federal judges on the Supreme Court. So you, just fact, to be clear, just to be clear, Mr. President, you, you would sign a federal abortion well, ban into I law. said this, I said this, I want to do what's right, and we're looking, and we want to do what's right for everybody. But what's right? But now, for the first time, the people that are pro-life have negotiating uh, capability, because you didn't have it before. They could kill the baby in the ninth month or after the baby was born. Now they won't be able but to I do that. But I think this is a really important question for you to answer, because this is something... All, every Republican, including those who are running against you for the nomination, are being asked about is, would you sign a federal well, abortion ban into yeah. law? And many of them are going to give you the same answer as I. I am, first of all, I am honored to have done what I did. And a lot of people said, they said, in 150 years, he's now the most consequential president because he saved so many lives. And I'm honored to have done it. And because of what I've done, we now have a great negotiating ability. That's what I do in life. I negotiate. We have a great negotiating ability, and I think we're going to be able to get something done. What do you mean negotiating done. ability? Because the question that Republicans have, and some of your allies on Capitol Hill say that they want to introduce legislation when it comes to banning abortion, if they send it to your desk, would you sign it? Some people are at six weeks. Some people are at three where, weeks, two President weeks. Trump? Uh, President Trump is going to make a determination what he thinks is great for the country and what's fair for the country. But the fact that I was able to terminate Roe v. Wade after 50 years of trying, they worked for 50 years. I've never seen anything like it. They worked, and I was even, I was so honored to have done it. We are in a very good negotiating position right now only because of what I was able to do. And remember this, again, you talk about radicalism. People that will kill a baby in the ninth month or the eighth month or the seventh month or after the baby is born, they're the radicals, not the pro-life. I just want to give you yep. I just want to give you one more chance though, because you did not answer whether or not you'd sign a federal abortion How ban. How many times are you gonna ask, bitch? Into pregnancy, you believe abortion should be banned. Yeah, but I've Can given you, answer you, I've given you the answer probably four times already. Which one? I'm looking, I'm looking at a solution that's going to work. Very complex issue for the country. You have people on both sides of an issue. 
But we are now in a very strong position, pro-life people are in a strong position to make a deal that's going to be good and going to be satisfactory for them. If you weren't able to get rid of, you wouldn't even be having a discussion, if you weren't able to get rid of Roe v. Wade, which put pro-life in a dead position, a horrible position, they yep. could kill the baby at any time they wanted to, but we did something that nobody thought was doable. And other Republican presidents, and others, by the way, they wanted to get it out. They also wanted to bring it back to the states, but bringing it back to the states is a less important issue but that's why than it's the, the issue that we just talked about. That's why the federal abortion ban. You well, did not say yes or no to that. You did not what, say how many weeks. It depends what the deal is. Lindsey Graham is a good man. Weeks. He's got an idea, and a lot of other. I people. don't agree with that one. And uh, I look at all the. And a lot of people ideas, will be curious the, what I'll your the idea right is on that, President Trump. We've got um, more questions to come for you tonight. We'll be right back in just a moment. Oh my goodness, dude. Yes. This bitch. So she's obviously has her marching orders. Well, he yeah, called her out right away. Back. You're pu- clearly pushing an agenda. Like, Hold on a second. I got that message. Oh yeah, my mute god! This fucking fat. Look at this fat bitch. They, they, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> it's a pad designed to give you. They, a they literally have woke commercials. So <clears throat> obviously, we're subject to fat ladies in tampon commercials, people. But we'll get back in a second. I'm watching it, and I'll bring it right back. She has her marching orders that they're not going to they're literally going to keep asking the same questions. And he's he's not going to cave to them because they're stupid questions. They're, they're, they're and, stupid. And, and he's he's answering them spot on every single time. He's shutting down or wrecking her and dunking right like dro- literally dropping his balls right on her forehead. Every Ow. single question. And anytime he gets on a roll, anytime he starts making some really good points, you can hear her. Excuse me, Mr. President. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Trying to jump right in. How how can how can someone answer that question right there on stage of she wants him to say how many weeks, how many weeks to terminate? How many you can't answer that question without having all kinds of data in front of you, without speaking. What is the legislation that that maybe the House and Senate will will pass? So I mean, first of all, everybody out there uh, watching live, thanks for being here. There's there's literally thousands of you uh, watching. I understand some people left some other streams because they were talking a lot. We're trying to not. Oh, that talk cuck Crowder. But uh, whatever, whoever it is, um, and you know, it's they got like there's a countdown two two minutes uh, two two minutes to uh, to commercial. Still, well, I'm yeah, happy. we, we appreciate everybody that's tuning in, everybody that's listening. We're live every Tuesday and Friday, eight thirty Eastern. Come and hang out with us on our watch parties. Uh, we gangbang on the government. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and we talk all of the trending topics. Hit that follow button. I have to sh- say, I have to say, just really quick, in in, in my Facebook chat over here, uh, all the trolls. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm glad that you're here. Actually, watching what you call the uh, the Russian asset, the fascist, the uh, the insurrectionist, um, MAGA Republicans, and all that stuff. So stick around. You're obviously, uh, I guess, wasting your time being here, but you're here because you're still in the chat. And I'm going to tell you this. Maybe there's a lot of new people here. If you get offended by curse words, um, that's on you. I'm very unapologetic and uncensored. And again, if you're easily offended, well, you have you have bigger bigger demons to deal with but with uh, with language. But it is what yeah, it a lot, is. a lot of people in the chat right now are are saying here 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 from Crowder here from Crowder. A ton of people are are, are checking in from the uh, the Crowder show. We got about another minute and ten. It is Caitlin Collins. Listen, she's a Trump hater. She completely hates Donald Trump, and uh, everyone at CNN does. Dude, she's she's flat out making up lies, like you like uh, flat out lying, it's, and 
and Donald Trump, like when he brought out the paper, dude, that was fucking legendary. And let me tell you guys, if if you're a fan of the show, there's going to be some great sound bites coming from this from this show, from this interview, this town hall. What's going to be great is when this is done and all the clips that are all flying away around on Twitter and and what people are saying about them. So it's uh, it's ridiculous. We're back in 30. But um, yeah, listen, it's it is what it is. This CNN town hall, you're going to see tomorrow morning. Mark my words, and I would bet money on it. You're going to see his uh, his poll ratings increase again. Oh, they're they're increasing by the minute, just, yeah. just like our views are increasing by the second. They're they're increasing. It's fucking uh, a slam dunk. This this town hall, and he's owning them in every question. He's making them look stupid every every uh, time they open their mouths. All right, looks like. Uh... We're going to be coming back in a second. Let's go. Uh, And here we go. Welcome back to CNN's Republican presidential town hall with former President Donald Trump. Uh, President Trump, I'd like you to meet Jennifer Simmons. She is a stay-at-home mom and former town selectman from Wyndham. She's a Republican, and she voted for you in 2020. Jennifer, what's your question tonight? Good evening, Mr. President. Title 42 is expected to expire tomorrow. Our southern border and now our northern border are experiencing record migration. We learned on May 2nd that the Biden administration plans on deploying 1,500 troops to the southern border. Do you agree with deploying troops to the border, and how will a Trump administration slow down the rate of migrants coming across all our borders? Sure. A very fair question, especially since tomorrow is going to be a day of infamy. You're going to have tens of thousands of people pouring into our country. Even the judge, you know, the judge overruled them when they wanted to terminate it early. And he said, you know that you better extend this thing. The judge in Texas said, I hope you're going to extend this. But this is my policy that they're letting terminate because they lost in court. They wanted to go earlier. You're going to have millions of people pouring into our country right now at a level that nobody's ever seen before. These people are sick. Anybody that wants this to happen to our country, they're destroying our country, and this should not be allowed to happen. How they're not going to do a version of Title 42 or my Title 42, which was tough, if people are sick and have infectious diseases and lots of other problems, we don't want them being into our country. We have enough problems right now. We have problems like we've never had in the history of our country. But Mr. Our country, President, our country the is reason being it's ending, destroyed. The reason it's ending is because the health policy, the COVID era pandemic emergency is coming to an end. That's what Title 42 was. You put it in place because That's of COVID. True, but you when have, it comes to big questions about what your immigration policy would look like if you are reelected, some of your Republican rivals have criticized you for not fulfilling the promises that you made on the campaign trail, like finishing the border wall. So how did voters know that you would get those done if you're reelected? I did finish the wall. I built a wall. I built hundreds of miles of wall, and I finished it. And then I said, we have to build some more because there are areas like water going through a dam. There are some areas where a lot of people are coming. You close up one, and they come into another. And we started another 100 miles of wall. In fact, I said to my people, if we start this and don't finish it, and then we had a rigged election. I'm sorry to say it. There was no election. shot. You can't keep saying that all night long. He can say whatever he wants. They told shut the fuck up. I did not to finish it. It would have taken them three weeks. I built hundreds of miles of wall. If we didn't have it, it would be hard to believe it could be any worse. They're just letting people flow into our country. Look, a country has their borders. 
There's never been anything like ha is happening to our country you right now. You built about 52 miles of new wall when you were in office, Mr. President. It wasn't yeah. the complete wall. One other thing that with, with no, but I have to respond to that. With your immigration, it was only about okay, 52 can I miles respond? of new wall. This is what she does. <laughs> I built it's hundreds of miles. Some of the wall was up there, and it would be laying on the ground, rusted rotten steel, rusted rotten wood, a little. And what the radical left crazy Democrats did, if there's a piece of wood laying down, they consider that a wall. I built 30-foot walls that go down seven feet into the ground. If there was a little piece of wood sitting in the ground, they said, oh, he's not building a wall. We already had a wall. Because this is the game. They're a party of disinformation. It's not a they, game, Mr. President. It's about 52 miles of new wall. One other immigration no, no, policy they, you have I built new wall. I built new wall. 52 miles. Well, hundreds of miles. CBP, Mr. What I President. did is I replaced other wall that was laying down, that was up and rotting in the ground for 30 years. Some of it was steel that you couldn't Mr. even Mr. President, it was only about 52 miles of new wall, but uh, moving on, another immigration <laughs> policy you had was the zero tolerance immigration policy that separated families at the border. If you are reelected, are you ruling out instituting that? Well, when you have that policy, people don't come. If a family hears that they're going to be separated, they love their family, they don't come. So I know it sounds harsh, but if you remember, remember they said I was building prisons for children. It turned out that it was Obama that was building but the prisons But would you re-implement re that if you're re-elected? Is well, that what you're saying? A, we have to save our country, all right? We so it sounds afford... like that's a yes. No, no. When you say to a family that if you come, we're going to break you up, they don't come. And we can't Deterrent. afford to have that's anyone. that's what you need. Look at New York mm -hmm. City. Look what's happening. They're living in Central Park in New York City. The city is being swamped. Los Angeles is being swamped. Iowa El is Paso, being Texas is overrun. Country is being destroyed. Millions of people are coming into our country. And you know what the number is going to be, in my opinion, by the end of the year? Not the 4 million that you hear and the 3 million. Until, I think it's going to be 15 million people. And in these people, they have no idea where they come from. They come from 129 <laughs> different countries so far. 120, not President, just the just four to, that we talked about. Just to about. put a button on that, it sounds like what you're saying is that you're not ruling out re-implementing that immigration policy. I want to get to another voter. Caitlin Boissonneau is a student here at St. <laughs> Anselm College. She's a Republican. This will be the first election that she has voted in. What's your question for the president, Caitlin? Hello, President Trump. Hi. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Um, the current administration has made it clear that we should continue to provide military equipment to Ukraine so that they can defend themselves. Do you support this decision? And how would you deal with the increasing threat posed by Vladimir Putin? First of all, thank you very much. It's really nice. And it's an important question, so important, because we're giving away so much equipment. We don't have ammunition for ourselves right now. We don't have ammunition for ourselves. We're giving away so much. But here's the thing. I have to say it to start off. No longer matters. If I were president, this would have never happened. And even the Democrats admit that. Putin knew it would have never happened, and his pipeline would have never happened. A lot of things would have never happened, but this Which would Democrats never have happened. That, and Mr. all those President. dead people, both Russian and Ukrainian, it would, they wouldn't be dead today. And all those cities that are blown up and disintegrated right to the ground, that wouldn't have happened. Okay, now, here's the problem. We've given so far $171 billion. They've given, meaning they, meaning European Union, which is approximately the same size altogether as our economy, they've given about 20. So we're at 170, let's say, and they're at 20. Uh, you don't have to know too much about history to realize, or geography, to realize that they're a little bit more affected than we are, okay? So they've got to put up a lot more money. 
because they're taking advantage of us like every other country did. That's why I ended NAFTA and replaced it with the USMCA in Mexico. But on Canada. this issue, Mr. President, I, I should know, I don't know any Democrats who have said they don't believe Putin would have been invaded if you were president. But her question is, would you continue to give Ukraine money and weapons if you're elected? What's uh, the answer? I have a very good relationship with uh, President Zelensky because, as you know, he backed me up with the, with the phony uh, impeachment. Impeachment, number one, when he said... The president didn't do anything wrong. So I happened to like, so I happened to like, yeah, that's right. And it it was, I was totally exonerated, by the way, just a waste of time and money. You were impeached over that. You were impeached over that. But let's stay on topic here, Mr. President, because the question is, would you give Ukraine weapons I was impeached by a crazy woman named Nancy Pelosi. But the question here is, would you give Ukraine weapons and funding if you were I would sit down. Let let me just put it a nicer way. if I'm president, I will have that war settled in one day, 24 hours. Yep, been saying that over and over again. Because I'll meet with Putin, I'll meet with Zelensky. They both have weaknesses and they both have strengths. And within 24 hours, that war will be settled. It'll be over. It'll be absolutely over. Do you over. want Ukraine to win this war? Uh, I don't think in terms of winning and losing. I think in terms of getting it settled so we stop killing all these people and breaking out his, his country. She wants him to say he's, he, he like, he, he wants war. Or Russia. You said you don't think in terms of winning and losing. You have to get, the, you have Mr. To President, get Europe. can I just follow up on that? Because that's a really important Excuse statement me, let me that just you just made up. there. Can you say if you want Ukraine or Russia to win this war? I want everybody to stop dying. They're dying, Russians and Ukrainians. I want them to stop dying. And I'll have that. She wants peace. She wants a headline from a loaded question. You need the power of the presidency to do it. But you won't say that you want Ukraine to win. You you know what I'll say? I'll say this. I want Europe to put up more money because they're in for 20 billion. We're in for 170. And they should be. And they should equalize. They have plenty of money. No one should win. They should equalize. I got win equals death. When I sat down, I got them to put up hundreds of billions of dollars that they weren't paying under Obama and Bush. And all of these other presidents, that's why they're, they're able to help them fight the war because of the money I got. But, but I want Europe what's to, happening in Ukraine, excuse me, Mr. I President. want Europe to put up more money because they're laughing at us. They think we're a bunch of jerks. We're spending $170 billion for faraway land, and they're right next door to that land, and they're in for 20. I don't think so. When it comes to what's happening there, when you were in office, you said that you respected President Putin, do yeah, you I still do. respect him today? Uh, he made a tremendous mistake. Made it, he made he's a smart guy, you know. I remember I said he was smart, she was smart. They what said was his he mistake? said President Xi of China, right? Is smart. Okay, 1.5 billion people. He's the ruler of 1.5 billion people. I said, yeah, he's a smart guy. How dare he say he's smart? Of course he's smart. They want you to say he's a stupid person. Okay, he's not a stupid person. He's very smart, he's very cunning. And Putin made a bad mistake, in my opinion. What was his mistake? His mistake was going in. He would have never gone in if I was president. We used to talk about it there. Do you believe that he is a war criminal? What? Do you believe that Putin is a war criminal? He's responsible for the deaths of thousands of Well, I think this, I think it's something that should not be discussed now. It should be discussed later. Because right now, we have to get a war. If you say he's a war criminal, it's going to be a lot tougher to make a deal to get this thing stopped. Because if he's going to be a war criminal, where people are going to go and grab him and execute him, he's going to fight a lot harder than he's fighting, you know, under the other circumstance. Uh, That's something to be discussed at a later date. Right now, we want to get that war settled. No. And I'm not talking about the money either. I'm talking about all the lives that are being... 
the number of people being killed in that war is far greater than you're hearing. When they blow up a city and those buildings come pouring down and then they say two people were injured, no, no, hundreds and thousands of people are being killed and we have to get that war settled. We have more with former President Trump right after this. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with questions from voters right after that. Every question that she has is a loaded question trying to catch him saying something stupid and he is dominant. Like... He's just so literally knows, just saying we on, want peace. Hold on, just so everybody knows, it's another it's another uh, fat lady tampon commercial that's playing. Just so everybody back knows. to back, wow, back to back, back, to back obese women uh, talking about their tampons and maxi pads. I'm surprised there's no trannies on there talking about no, their tampons. No, 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 no. And and you, uh, thank God, you thank God, none of you have to watch it because I just watched a fat woman just squeeze into spandex on 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 CNN. So, <gasps> you know. She literally, listen, it's all loaded questions. You can't ask a question, who do you want to win a war like this? Because winning a war means more death, all yes. right? Listen, you, Ukraine, the government, it's, you know, installed by the Obama administration, is, is one of the most corrupt governments, if not the most corrupt government in the world. There's, a, there's so, much, so many rabbit holes, so much time you could spend on that. Both are wrong. The, and, and I truly believe, listen, it wouldn't have happened if Donald Trump was president. This guy, this guy at one point said to, to, to Putin, I believe, like, listen, if, you, if you're going to do this, I'm going to blow up the Kremlin. Like, literally. Like, I, I'm, I'm no bullshit guy. I'm, we're not doing this. And I think, all right, he says 24 hours. Where there's 24 hours or a week, I think, or a month, I think Donald Trump would be able to end this war no problem. All we're doing, because the military-industrial complex and the warmongers are both Republican, Democrat, the Uniparty, that just want to dump money, dump money, dump money, your Lockheed Martins, your Raytheons, all that. It's yep. all a game. It's all a money game. And here you have this guy, Donald Trump, that wants to end it. And he could end it. But you have people like this woman, Caitlin, and CNN, who just, nope. No, who do you want to win? Is Putin a war criminal? And he's absolutely right. If he comes out running for president right now saying Putin is a war criminal, what, you don't, uh, just like he said, he's not going to fight harder. He's not going to get get vindictive. You're oh. going to take every negotiating tactic off the table to end this war? Alan, Alan, we talked about it a couple times. First off, we could see that Putin has some reservations. If you go back to to, to when NATO was formed and uh, the treaty that Gorbachev signed, NATO was never supposed to go any further east. Right. And Putin allowed them to continue to allow countries to join and allow countries to join further east, closer to Russia. And it finally got up right up next to the border at Ukraine where he was like, you know what? This is enough. Like, we can't we can't have this. So that's first off. Second, we talked about yesterday on our show on how Donald Trump was the his foreign policy. He was the president of peace. There was no no new war started. He was removing us from Afghanistan. He brought peace to the Middle East. He crossed the DMZ, brought peace with North Korea. Like he did so many historical things. And they're sitting here saying he wants he wants war when he's he's completely saying the opposite. Yeah, and to to people in the chat asking, someone asked on Rumble over here uh, if this was a pro-Trump stream. Yes, this is a MAGA Republican. Do you see the America Great Again hats? Do you see an American flag? Because if this was an anti-Trump well, stream, I'd probably have pictures of butterflies and trannies behind me. Yes, I'm Team Trump, Trump 2024. If you day. don't like it. You can hit the unfollow and get out anybody uh, or just stick around. If Are you, you a CNN? It's great. Yes. Team Trump, 
We got about 15 seconds. I, left. I, I don't have an American. I have an American flag, but it's it's a black flag because there's no fucking retreat. There's no quarter given, and we do not back down on this show. Uh, over here, we will continue to fight uh, until the very last end, and we're going to come out on top. I think Don Donnie is going to turn turn this country around once again, along with us, we the people. I agree, and we're back. He spells his name with one N, uh, Captain Awesome. Welcome back to CNN's Republican presidential town hall with former President Trump. President Trump, you, we have a lot more voters' questions, I should note, in here in New Hampshire to get to. But I also want to talk about some of the other investigations that you're facing. We talked about others at the top, but one of those is the special counsel's investigation into classified documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago. Why did you take those documents with you when you left the White House? I have every right to under the Presidential Records Act. You have the Presidential Records Act. Now we're serious. We're standing up. I took what I took, and it gets declassified. Uh, Biden, on the other hand, he has 1,850 boxes. He had boxes sent to Chinatown, Chinatown, where they don't speak even English in that Chinatown China. we're talking about. Can I, I, I got to stop you right there. Because more shots. You are not uh, stopping just them. I had every right to do it. China. make a secret of it. You know, the boxes were stationed outside of the White House. People were taking pictures of the GSA of the various I got to stop you right there, though, because moving. the Presidential Records Act, which is not well known to a lot of people, I read it. it. It does not say that you can take documents with you. It says actually that they it are the property you, that the government It says you talk, you negotiate, you, you make a deal. It's not criminal, by the it way. Does not, not, it's, it does the not Presidential Records negotiate. Act is not criminal. And uh, just it so you know. It does not say you can negotiate to just take so you, the documents with you. Can I tell you? Just so you understand, the Presidential Records Act is not criminal. I took the documents I'm allowed to. You know who else took them? Obama took them. Nixon took them. Obama Reagan did not took take them. Oh, he didn't? The, he, difference, he didn't? the difference here he didn't? that I'd like take to note. Reagan National took Archive them. says that President Obama even Jimmy did not Carter, take even documents. Mike Pence had some documents, and he's a you very honorable Pence, guy. You reference But you Biden. know who took him more than anybody is Joe Biden. He has 1,500 <laughs> boxes, That's and nobody even knows where they are. 1,500. And nobody talks about him. Look at her. And they, put, and they put a rough guy on us, and they, in the I meantime, they have nobody. I think it's important, Mr. President, to actually set the record straight here. They took documents, including President or Vice President Pence. When they realized they had documents, they turned them back over. The difference is that oh. you waited to turn yours over, and it was Excuse a year-and-a-half effort that included a subpoena with those documents. It, One question about what happened when you raid had those on documents. my house. That's what it included. But they you had didn't raid, a, you'd gotten a they subpoena, and they Biden's had not house. been turned over yet. They didn't raid Biden's house. You know what happened? They put him in the house. That's the one with the Corvette, where the documents were laying all over the floor. That was fine. <laughs> and you know who happens to be at Mar-a-Lago? Secret Service, and they're phenomenal. I have Secret Service. He didn't have Secret Service. The other thing, the vice president cannot declassify. He didn't have the right to declassify. He has documents from when he was a senator. And even Democrat senators say, I can't believe it. No, I went by the Presidential Records Act, That's not and we were negotiating with NARA. That's not what it says, and Mr. NARA has What does it say, you dumb bitch? The Constitution of the United States and the Bill of Rights, because they consider them Mr. dangerous President, that's documents. that's not what it so says, and I, should note, and I should note that there is a special counsel investigating your document situation, also President Biden's document situation. When it comes to your documents, did you ever show those classified documents to anyone? Not really. I would have the right to. By the way, they were declassified after. Not not that I can think of. Let me just tell you, I have the absolute right to do whatever I want with them. I have the right. I was negotiating with NARA. Do you know what NARA is? The National Archives. Extremely, extremely left group of people. Extremely left. 
And I was negotiating with They're them. All of a sudden, they raided my house. They didn't raid yeah, the house of Joe Biden. They didn't raid Obama. But Joe Biden didn't ignore a subpoena to get those documents back like Joe you Biden did. And took so that's 1850 the question. But that's the question that investigators have, I think, is why you held on to those documents when you knew the federal government was seeking them and then had given you a subpoena to return them. Are you them. ready? Are you ready? Can I talk? Yeah, what's you the Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Okay, question. it's very simple to That's answer. That's why I asked it. It's very simple to You're a nasty person, I'll tell you. Good. Enter. I was negotiating and we were talking to NARA, that's Washington, to bring whatever they want. They can have whatever they want. When we left Washington, we had the boxes lined up on the sidewalk outside for everybody. People are taking pictures of them. Everybody knew we were taking those boxes. And the GSA, the government service, the GSA was the one taking them. They brought them down to Mar-a-Lago. We were negotiating with NARA. All of a sudden, they raid our house. When Biden had his documents, he won't give back the 1,850 boxes. And you're going to find some real gems in there. But it was so Biden who alerted them that he had the documents. Of, the National Archives reached of, out to you to get your documents back. Why did you not turn them over when you got a subpoena because we asking were negotiating for you to turn them over? Them. We were negotiating with them as per... As per the Presidential Records Act, we were negotiating with NARA. That's not what Very the Presidential nice people, Records Act says. I've seen But they've got to love our Constitution a little bit more. Because, and they shouldn't red flag it, by the way. Very nice people. We were negotiating with NARA. And that's what the Presidential Records Act says, because Richard Nixon, surprisingly, had problems. And he had a lot of problems dealing with <coughs> NARA. And they ended up passing legislation well, called the Presidential the Records Act, just for this kind of a thing. We were dealing with them. We were talking. Sub, excuse me. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. We were talking to them. We would have done it, but Moderate all of a sudden they raided Caitlin. the house. Now, why haven't? Why hasn't the FBI raided Biden? But I just explained to why? you why. No. It's because he he they alerted the government that okay. they had those documents and had them come and get the documents from his house. No, he, they My didn't question take for you, though, when it comes to documents, do you still have any classified documents in your possession? Are you ready? Do you? No, no, I don't have anything. I have no classified documents. And by the way, they become automatically declassified when I took them. But no, you why, have to declassify Let me them. ask you a question. Why is it that Biden had nine boxes in Chinatown and he gets a lot of money from China? Why is that? And there why, is no why aren't that, people... President. No, you, no, you why aren't there people is no bringing that up? Of that, Mr. And why President. do they put this what guy, Jack Smith, and his group, of, and his group of thugs, Mr. why don't they put him in charge of that? I, I need to stop you right there, because there's no evidence of, of what you just said there. What you're referring to there is an office that he had no, no, after leaving the, the vice presidency. Well, he, had, he had a temporary office. But I want to ask you about another investigation you're so that you're wrong. facing. You don't know the subject. I do know the subject. He had one at University of Pennsylvania, but he also had nine boxes in Chinatown. That you're facing, which is the one that's happening understand. in Georgia, where your efforts to overturn the election results in the state idiot. of Georgia. I did at the center was a of perfect that, phone call. let me finish my question. At the phone center call. of that is that call that you had with the Secretary perfect of State, call. Brad Raffensperger. <laughs> yeah, sure. Given the fact that there are indictments expected to come in that case this summer, is that a call you would make again today? Yeah, I called questioning the election. I thought it was a rigged election, I thought it had a lot of problems. I had every, I guess he's Secretary of State, I called. Listen to this. There are like seven lawyers on the call, many of them from there. We're having a call. We're having a normal call. Nobody said, oh, gee, he shouldn't have said that. Why? If this call was bad, I questioned the election. You asked if this him to call find was bad, votes. 
I didn't ask him to find anything. Let me We've just heard the audio tape, Mr. President. There's bad. an audio of you asking him to find I you 11,000 votes. I said, you owe me votes. votes because the election was rigged. That election was rigged. And if this call was bad, why didn't him and his lawyers hang up? How dare you say that? This was a perfect well, They were clearly call. concerned enough. They recorded the call. And I should note that, of this course. This was a call that was made to question the results of election. And we have. And when we can't make a call to question election results, then this country ought to just forget about it. You weren't just questioning the election results. I was you questioning the election. To find you votes. I should note that there is no evidence of fraud. There is no rigged election in the state of Georgia. I want to get back to the She's audience. She's doubling down on there's no yeah. rigged election. You're making about what happened in Georgia. John, Jordan Tullerberger is here. He's an undeclared voter from Hollis. He voted for you in 2020. Jordan, what is your question for President Trump tonight? Thank you, Mr. Trump. Thank you very much. I'm 26. I'm a veteran. I uh, help manage a private aviation company. Um, you want a job? I'd love one, yeah. I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking for somebody very good. I, uh, I'm not for mandates or government interference in private business, but right. I've seen Republicans going after us like DeSantis after Disney. Right. What would you do as president to protect us from government interference? Well, I'm the one that really wants to protect you. All of these fake investigations of me are about election interference. They think, because I'm leading Biden by 11 points, 7 points, 9 points, I'm leading the sanctimonious by a lot. <laughs> 45 points. I think you relax and take it easy and think about the future because right now his future is not looking so good. I will tell you this. We are really putting it to Biden, but he's putting it to himself because the economy stinks, inflation is horrible, and the border is a disaster. And by the way, the way he got out of Afghanistan was the single most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. President, I have one more question for you here tonight, and I think while we're in front of the voters here in New Hampshire, in New Hampshire, this is a fundamental question for you. You are running in the 2024 race. If you are the Republican nominee and you are in that 2024 race, will you commit tonight to accepting the results of the 2024 election? Yeah, if I think it's an honest election, absolutely, I would. Will you commit Good to answer. accepting the results? If it's of an, an honest election, election absolutely. absolutely. Just answer. answer it again. Yep. If I think it's an honest election, I would be honored to. And right now, we are so far ahead of both Democrat and Republican. And you know what? If I don't win, this country is going to be in big trouble. It's so sad to see what's yep. happening. But no commitment there on the accepting the he, results. He just committed. If it's an honest election, correct, but, I will. Okay, so not committing to accepting the 2024 election results <laughs> or acknowledging what happened. What a dumb bitch. With voters to hear and to have. Thank you to our audience and to our host, St. Anselm Collins. CNN's coverage continues with Anderson and Jake Tapper. Unbelievable performance. Absolutely unbelievable performance by Donald Trump. Thank he you, absolutely dunked on this lady's head all night. <laughs> I love it. You're such a nasty person. Thank you. Thank you for everything. He shakes a hand. Look at him. We love New Hampshire. We love New Hampshire. I wish you'd give us a good Trump dance right now. We're looking there at St. Anselm College in Manchester. Oh, now we got to go to this guy. Uh, Turn not, this guy I'm off. Not, I'm, I'm not Get rid of this fucking clown. I'm not, I'm not listening to this Why guy. are you gay? So, uh, <laughs> I think he was forced into it by his mother. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the shit show. Uh, we still got a lot of people tuning in. We're going to hang out for a bit. Uh, Thanks for yeah, joining us. Hang out for a little while. I think. Listen, the, the the comments the comments are open. All the chats are open. We see everything. 
if you if you're if you're watching on Rumble or Facebook, wherever you're watching, just just throw in the chat what if you had to rate Donald Trump one being poor, ten being great, how he did on stage with this CNN hack. How in the comments in the chat right now, how would you rate Donald Trump? You know, or just comment. He did great. He did shitty. You hate him. You love him. Listen. I'm sure your Facebook trolls are going to say you hate him, but we're getting tons, I, I, tons I and tons seen, of love over I'm seeing, here. I'm seeing a lot of love on Facebook now. Maybe the, maybe the trolls left. I think Trump did well. You know, he he's very he's very good at 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 answering questions a certain way and not painting himself in a corner. And then that's important for any any anyone who's running for office or especially in the position that he's in. Because listen, nobody is being watched closer than Donald Trump. Every move he makes is going to be ridiculed. But again, look at the and, and it's early on. Look at the poll. I'm number. getting tens all over a couple nines, but a lot of tens. Yeah, I'm getting elevens, you <laughs> know, seventeens. I like that. And I have to agree, it's Sandra in my chat. It, it's uh, you know, she is uh Caitlin. Um she she is one of the most disrespectful, arrogant, self-absorbed people out there. And everything she does. And she, I wanted to hit the shut the fuck up button every yeah. five seconds she was on. She literally, um, <laughs> you know, boots and fram on, on, on rumble. I, that thought was in my head. She needs to get back in the kitchen and I don't want to sound like a misogynist, but I'm going to tell everybody. <laughs> up front. I'm going to tell Alan's been up banned front. a couple of times on Twitter for I telling have, some broths to I get have, back in I the kitchen been, and make a sandwich. I have been banned on Twitter a few times for saying that, but I am married to the most misogynistic woman on the face of the earth. My <laughs> wife literally thinks women shouldn't vote. They should be serving their man, making sandwiches in the kitchen, waiting for them to come home. Now, you know, you serve the man. That's it. And, and, and fine. You know, I, I, this woman, Caitlin in her white, outfit with her white matching microphone and her white matching chair she literally is the definition and just people might hate me for this women you might have a problem with me after this uh, she is the reason why men feel and other women feel that women should not vote that they should not have <laughs> any type of leadership role they should not be journalists they should not be cops they shouldn't be firefighters they shouldn't be military members i'm sorry you can you can yell well, at me and call me a misogynist shit all you want someone just asked in the chat uh would you want to see her tits i'd rather see nancy pelosi's Oh my God! Really? I mean, she why. didn't really have any tits. No, no, no. But... I'm gonna tell you why, and and I don't want to get all disgusting. It's not what I'm here. It's it's. it's want to know who I would fuck? Nancy Pelosi. It's it's there's a, there's a lot of lot of different people here because that's run of the mill. You could see that anytime you want, but when you have a freak like Nancy Pelosi that you could just stare at and gaze and just wonder what the hell happened to her, I'm gonna pick Nancy Pelosi. Whatever. Fair. <laughs> fair. This, fair. This woman actually makes my we got skin some people crawl. That, go ahead. What? This woman, Caitlin, actually makes my skin crawl. Oh, she was brutal, dude. Like you, she probably, had resting bitch face the entire time. She was just making lie after lie, literally yeah. just sitting there with her legs crossed. Well, well, Mr. President, that's just not true. That's just it's just not true. This is but this is this is why, because one First of all, I can't wait for tomorrow to see what CNN's ratings are. And you're all you're all welcome out there because some people had said it that they are glad that we broadcasted this because there are people that are so anti CNN, and I'm there with you that literally they won't even turn the channel on on their. Television. I respect that. I respect that. I respect I'm, that. So I'm, we, I'm with you on that. 
we fell on the sword for you fine people where I actually <laughs> I actually gave CNN one of my email addresses and had to make an account and log in. Are you Please, a CNN? I didn't pay for it. I didn't pay for it. But I'll tell you what. I would have paid for it if that meant broadcasting Donald Trump CNN town hall. But then, of course, I would have canceled the subscription right away. But we did. Yeah, you probably get a 10-day free trial. We fell on the sword. You know, really quick, while there's a bunch of people here, I want to give a shout out to um, a January 6th organization because there was a, there was an important question. Uh, would Donald Trump pardon the January 6ers? And I think this is a conversation that I, I want to touch on quick because when people out there saying Donald Trump did nothing for the January 6ers and he should pardon them all, and you're getting this from a lot of DeSantis influencers out there that used to be Trump lovers, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you that a blanket pardon could have been the worst thing Donald Trump could have done when he left office because I have to agree with Donald Trump. And I talked to January 6th families. I talked to January 6th advocates. We've There's had woman- Jeremy Brown on the show, yep. a January yep. 6th prisoner from jail. Yep. There's a woman, uh, Cynthia Hughes, who I became very close with. She she is the, the uh, founder of the Patriot uh, Freedom um, uh organization i actually sorry cynthia i, I forgot the, the the third uh word of it actually she wrote a book due process denied alex brushewitz helped her uh produce a documentary that's out called due process denied she's got a book out due process denied and she advocates she raises money and she pays for the because you have the fallout you have the families they lost an income some of these people can't pay their bills they can't pay their mortgage and she's actively helping with that i'm actually going to be at an event with her in jersey uh, next month in June at Trump's uh, golf club in Jersey, Bedminster, where he, I just found out, is actually going to be there. Um, and Donald Trump can't just blanket pardon everybody because you have to remember, if he did that, what about all the infiltrators that we know today were involved in inciting the violence, the Antifa members, the maybe federal agents, the the people, listen, there were people there that that, a small percentage of those people that got out of control and did some bad things, hurt some people. Do I think that those people that that committed violence against people uh, and 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 hurt people should be pardoned? No. If if you committed a crime, and especially violence against somebody, you should have to pay the price. You're you're, you're you, unmute your microphone. Perfect you, example. Um, my my good buddy that I trained well he's not my good buddy but he was he was a friend of mine uh that I trained with uh for for a couple years uh he was down at January 6 and and happened to get arrested and and he was the the guy who grabbed the baton from the Capitol police officer and said this is what patriots do and uh he pushed a Capitol police officer like you do something like that, you're going to get in trouble whether it's a, a regular police officer or a Capitol police officer doesn't matter the situation like you're going to get in trouble for, for, for doing something like that. Like there's no excuse. Um, you know, you, you see the people that, that broke windows, if they're not Antifa, which I think those people, most of them are uh, obviously some good people got wrapped up in the emotion and did some stupid things. But like the guy who put his feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk doesn't deserve 47 years in jail. Jeremy Brown, he was doing security. Like he wasn't even in the Capitol, just walking the perimeter. And he's still in jail. Uh, it, it's absolutely insane. And I got to say, Alan, we got a couple of people in the chat saying that, that, that they're women and they, they agree with what you said. Uh, they hate feminism 
and uh, they think it's ruining the family. And I'm 100 percent with them. Like it, it, that's part of their goal is ruining the nuclear family. They can they can now tax two people, two two income earners in the home. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Are they replaying? Like it ended, right? Yeah, I, I just thought for a minute that uh, yeah, they ended. It's like yeah, it's they're just doing commentary. Sorry, I I hit it wrong. And I was like, yeah, hey, we want to hear we want to hear those cucks from CNN no, give commentary and no. spin the entire thing. Well, what'll happen in the next couple of days? Obviously, what's you know starting tomorrow on the social media and everywhere else is CNN. They're all going to put out all this stuff. They're going to say, well, Donald Trump wouldn't commit to this. Donald Trump wouldn't commit to that. They're going to spin the narrative and say, well, Donald Trump is not directly supporting Ukraine. Donald Trump doesn't want Ukraine to win the war. Donald Trump will not not commit to saying that Putin is a bad guy. And he has said that in the past. We're talking about world leaders. And this isn't this is something that it's very easy for the press to turn around and just willy nilly say, well, Donald Trump should, should call uh, Vladimir Putin a war criminal. Yeah. That's not how you lead because that's how problems start. You know, when the Donald Trump mentions the N bomb, oh, I like it. Nancy Trump is such a fucking liar. Biden did not have 19 or 1800 boxes, whatever this liar says. Hey, Nancy. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you this. Um, He's not a liar. It's a fact. Stop listening to CNN and NBC. Nancy fell shadow. And I'll tell you what, hold on. Get back in the fucking kitchen and do what you're good at, making sandwiches, because politics are not your thing. Okay? So that's that's what I got to say to you. Unapologetic, uncensored. Could care less. And if people get offended, hit the unfollow. So, again... The narrative is the narrative that they're going to spin. Well, yeah, right? they're going to say they're going to say, "Oh, Donald Trump refused to commit on a federal abortion ban. He's probably going to, you know." And then they're going to run with that because that's a, a main talking point that they love to key on for election time. Um, you know, they're 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 going to constantly spread lies and make up stories and and use these headlines, these very good headlines that are very catchy and catch people's eyes. Cause we talk, we, we say all the time, these people are headline researchers. They just look at the headline and they automatically think they know the story. And you know, it's funny when you read, actually read some of these articles and you actually realize the headline has nothing to do with it. What they're saying, it actually is usually the opposite of what they're saying in many, in many cases, like just like the fact checks. Absolutely. Uh, um, but you have to realize this, and I think more people are than than ever before. And this goes to show uh, with CNN's ratings, with MSNBC's ratings, even Fox's ratings. Everybody's ratings are plummeting because nobody's believing the mainstream media anymore. The only thing that kept Fox afloat was Tucker Carlson. Uh, that was literally the only thing that kept them going. The only thing that's keeping uh, the other ones going is Big Pharma, Pfizer. This is brought to you by Pfizer. Right. Uh, that's that's literally the only thing that's keeping these shows afloat. Their, their numbers are terrible. Everybody's getting fired at CNN. Everybody's getting uh, uh, demoted and they're bringing Donald Trump on yeah. because th- why they need ratings. They need people to come to their channel. Oh, maybe they'll think that we're pro Trump. You know, every single Trump supporter saw watching that town hall is this dumb broad sit there and try to make Donald Trump look stupid and get destroyed on national television for everybody to see her spin this agenda and try to frame these questions and catch Donald Trump in these these loaded questions like how many times did she has to have to ask him oh donald trump are you gonna put a federal abortion ban i think we need to be clear donald trump are we gonna have a federal abortion ban but listen she 
she didn't she's not this clever journalist she did her job she did what she was prepped and told to do put you know put the screws to him make sure you keep asking and try to get him to commit and or slip on his words or give different answers and she did her job poorly i might add very um and just because I'm in the mood to, to to mess with trolls. So Nancy, who called Trump a liar, uh, a fucking liar, and everything else, just this is this is the face of a Trump hater. This is Nancy from Facebook. Hi, Nancy. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm going to expose you because I don't care. It's my show, and you can go fuck off. So this... This this gem typical. I, I don't. I think this is this is a uh, this is post uh, right after she had a stroke, and if you didn't have a stroke, uh, well, you know, then you're just ugly. So yeah, this is what I do. I don't care. <laughs> Nancy, thanks for stopping by. I really appreciate it. Fuck off. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, I you know, in in case you haven't realized, well, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna come. In case. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't I don't care I don't care. Nancy just took a fat L, a fat a fat L. But no, it's it's this is why CNN had had Donald Trump on the show is because they strictly did it for ratings. They were hoping that they could get some some Trump supporters to be like, oh, maybe CNN's changing and Fox is dead, and you know we need this is their perfect opportunity to have Trump on to maybe uh, bring over some viewers. But in reality, we we saw this and. We just laughed at her. Everybody's just clowning on this lady in the white, how stupid she looked and how bad she got destroyed on every single question. Every time she tried to interrupt him, like nobody was was falling for her agenda or her narrative. Absolutely. I want to change the subject for a minute. Go for it. <clears throat> Are you all out there saw today they reported on uh, Nancy, uh, uh, not Nancy. Um, what the hell's her name? Um, uh, oh, Diane Feinstein. I was going to call her Nancy. Oh, the Crypt Keeper? Yeah, so Nancy Feinstein. <laughs> Apparently, she had shingles back in February, and even Democrats are telling her, "Listen, you know this this woman needs to go." How go. old is she? She's in her eighties. She's in like her upper eighties. I don't know if she's eighty nine, eighty four, whatever it is. She she's she was in a couple committee hearings before she left, and she she lost her place. She you know she she's cognitively disabled. So anyway, it's this like was, the resident in office. Yeah, this was literally her today, and I want to see if uh, you can tell which one. Is Diane Feinstein? Can you tell which one might be? Oh Diane my God! Feinstein or not? It's the crib keeper, dude. This is the reason for term limits. Okay, this is the reason for term limits. And yes, Diane Feinstein is the one on the right. <laughs> but like, what like, is no. what is going on? It, How yeah. old is this broad? I think she, I, th- I want to say she's between eighty four and eighty nine. If you Google, it'll come right up. A Wikipedia will come up. I'm I'm looking at, for her age. It doesn't say. And, and so another one, because I take her and she's owned I don't know five or six homes, beautiful mansions, like one hundred and seventy four thousand dollars a year. These career politicians make. How do they become millionaires? How do they become? Well, millionaires? we know stock trading and right, of course. You know, all, all these book deals they wanna, that they do. They want to they go after and then indict and charge with 13 counts, uh, George Santos today. And they want to ignore, ignore. I'm su- I'm actually surprised that uh, Donald Trump didn't clap back with any of the uh, uh, Biden evidence that's coming out, tying the Biden family with all of these LLCs. Why, why does a family whose primary... 
business is politics, which politics shouldn't be a business. Why do they have to have all of these LLCs and businesses and, and shell companies, shell companies and money flying around? You know, Joe through Biden the, through was, the children, through the children, no right. less. Joe Biden was never in the private sector. I mean, the guy was elected. I think he was the youngest senator ever elected. It was like 27 years old. All right. I drove a truck. He didn't drive a truck. Shut the fuck up. He literally, <laughs> literally is a career politician and the guy's worth millions and millions of dollars the he Obama, a sweet corvette millions though. and millions that is a sweet corvette it is a that nice is, fucking is, ride but sweet, that is a corvette i would want to drive around my classified documents if i had classified yeah. documents, i would want that um that corvette to drive around but it, it, no I'm, I'm i am surprised that th- that didn't get brought up at all especially when they were talking about the classified documents uh, but I, I I think Donald Trump was just trying to stay on point the entire time because you really think about uh, the narrative that they push. He try they they try to say that he's he spins things and doesn't stay on topic and avoids questions. And he was very good tonight at just hammering the question home and and then uh, adding on top of it another slam dunk and dropping his nuts on their face one more time. But. There's no, there's no reason for Joe Biden, and, the, and let, let's let's be real. Like the only reason Hunter Biden has the job in the company Burisma with no experience in the oil industry uh, is because of his father, Joe Biden. Right. Uh, there's no, there's no way that that's happening. It's it's not a coincidence. And then all of a sudden he's telling Poroshenko to fire the prosecutor, looking into his son, or he won't get the money. Right, won't like get a billion dollars or whatever yeah. it is, right? right, right. Oh, yeah, make at, the call. At the Council of Foreign Relations, which is a is a deep state operation in the fullest. Yeah, Heather Heather 118, in, uh, in, I don't know if you're still here, Heather, in the Rumble chat over here, she said that she thought uh, Trump was too polite. Um, uh, SR Mary Richard, Trump was a badass as usual. Uh, I was just SR Mary Richard. I literally was just going to ask you if you were a nun. I thought SR maybe was Sister Mary Richard. It sounds like a nun's name. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. But I'll tell you what. So my, my, uh, I literally SR Mary Richard to me, it's like, oh, Sister Mary Richard, because I have a great aunt. It's actually my grandfather's sister, still alive, 94 years old, sharp as a tack. She lives in Pennsylvania. She's a nun. And she was a, a she ran a a convent. She ran a, a, a Catholic school, the whole thing. And uh, she's a sister, sister Dolores Fitzpatrick. And uh, she, strong Irish name. She uh, she there was something. Uh, she had an email. I remember, and uh, she abbreviated sister. It was it literally S R Dolores Fitz was her email. So I'm looking at this like. SR, SR Mary Richard, are you a nun using that language badass? It'd be, listen, I think it would be, really, I'd love it. I'd love it if you were a nun. That'd be great because the more people of the cloth that are around me um, uh, reassures me that I have a path to heaven. I tell people because I have an aunt that's a nun. It's like when you're at the nightclub and you're on the VIP list. So when I get to the gates, I'm like, look up Sister, Sister Dolores Fitzpatrick. I'm on the list. You have to let me in no matter what. You know, so <laughs> you gotta amazing. let me in. I'm on the list. So, someone in the chat asked if there's any members of Congress that aren't worth millions after a few years. And uh, as are. of right now, I mean, this this pending uh, 
2022 election is still up in the air. But if you're there for a few years, uh, usually you're worth millions because of some insider trading or oh. some deals that you made behind the door, behind closed doors. If you're not worth millions, you usually don't last that long. So I'm hoping, and, and this is what we talked about in 2022, that these America First candidates actually get things done. And we are seeing a lot, a lot of things uh, being done. And and uh, the the cool thing is, uh, them going after Donald Trump's taxes set a precedent. It set a precedent. So if going sure. forward going forward if they want to continue to play this game everybody's going to have to start disclosing how they're making all this money and be audited and it'll be fantastic to see they should okay it should be demanded that every member of the house and senate give their their tax returns all right and uh, hold on because matt gates is is very strong on this too and uh fat tits aoc matt gates eh, aoc is a millionaire I know um, she's but, fucking but, multi a bartender to millionaire. And not, yeah, and not 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 from inside of trading a trading. I mean, she she literally. I mean, she sells merch like crazy. You can go to her and, and people buy these sixty dollars sweatshirts and shit. Oh, and I'm know. sure it's ways for them to funnel funnel money to her yeah. as well. So, Matt Gates is, I think, the only member of Congress still that has not and will not and vows to not and and he says it's very difficult. Because fundraising, when you're a member of Congress, is a 24-7 thing. You have, you're in for two terms. Uh, two years is your term. You have to keep fundraising. All right. The mm-hmm. moment you get elected, it's like, all right, in a couple months, you have to declare and you have to start fundraising and meet quotas. And campaigning. And, it, it, and- it, it's, it's very like you have to meet certain campaign quotas because of you know, the RNC and the matching, and then it determines oh, what maybe committees you're on. And he says it's very rough for grassroots fundraising and to, to not take the money from corporate donors and he vows and he still doesn't take money from corporate donors i believe he still to this day is the only one i don't know about any of the um any of the new uh freshmen coming in but you know it's uh it's wild like how are you becoming a millionaire now i if you're married and you had you have a successful spouse Okay, I get it. Or a successful business before you come into office. If you're a millionaire when you came into office, great. And some of these people are. They've had great. They have great businesses, and they they've come into office as as millionaires. But when you're coming into office and you're not a millionaire, like when you're a 27 year AOC, when you're 20, when you're 27 years old, Joe Biden, and you become a senator back 165 years ago, and you're now now you're a multi multi millionaire. You have to ask, and nobody wants to ask, well, why and how? And I think the right people are asking the right questions now, and things are starting to come to light, hopefully more. But we have to keep asking these questions. But, you know, it's... I I do like the moves that uh, they're doing with Congress. And we've said on this show many times, it's not that action needs to be done. It's the court of a pu- public opinion. That's most important. Cause you know, we don't control the DOJ. We don't control the FBI. They're corrupt organizations down to the core. Uh, same with the intelligence agencies as we're seeing more and more, we touched on yesterday uh, how the, how the CIA is now being exposed, which we've been covering for years uh, to be working with Jeffrey Epstein uh, pretty closely uh, and I'm sure the Mossad is is right there with him. But so, go ahead. when we when we don't have control of those uh, parts of government, 
there's nothing really we can do. Like if anybody gets arrested, they're going to be tried in DC. They're going to get off just like all the other people. So the court of public opinion is the most important thing. And we're getting tons and tons and tons of monster information every single day. And they're using, like we talked about earlier, the George Santos arrest to cover up this Biden information. They're using, uh, this uh, Trump deposition to cover up the economy. Like they're, st- they're, they're using all these small little things that really mean nothing to cover up what's really going on. But if you're paying attention, you're able to find the true information. It's, it's there. It's coming out. The Congress, uh, these, these subpoenas are working. We're getting real information. So on Friday, listen, on Freedom Friday, if you're here now, again, like James mentioned earlier, we're live every Tuesday and Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So on Friday, we're going to dive into um, the bombshell reports that had come out um, about Joe Biden, you know, CIA operatives aided in Hunter Biden laptop cover up and Congress revealing the unbelievable, massive China linked influence peddling scheme with Hunter Biden and things like that and shell companies. I have a lot of information I'm actually going to be going through the next couple of days. Uh, We're going to be sharing it actually courtesy of the National Pulse, Raheem Kassan. Um, and, uh, we're going to be diving into it and talking about it. And, you know, just because nobody's talking about this, realize that all this information that came out today, like I said, earlier on before the live, uh, town hall was just coincidentally the same day that they decided to indict George Santos, Congressman, who was a great friend of mine, in case anybody wants to know, I am team George Santos. I helped him get elected the first time, and I will do my best to get him reelected, no matter of these 13 indictment uh, charges in the indictment that he has, which is all bullshit, by the way. Okay, it's all bullshit. George Santos will get through this. He's not leaving Congress. He's a great guy, and I don't really care that he lied about where he went to school and 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 things like that. But just no, I care about what he gets accomplished. Right. And, he, and he's, he's working very hard. And what's interesting is he just started doing a lot about uh, exposing the CCP and things like that. And then all of this now that they're, they're, they're trying to shut him down hard now. And this came about the same day, coincidentally, people, because we know about coincidences, that oh, the yeah. GOP came out with these bombshell reports and all this overwhelming evidence about Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, and all these LLCs and shell companies and money changing hands, okay, uh, businesses in a political family. So the, it's all a distraction, and this is what they're going to continue doing because you didn't see anything in the, in the mainstream media about CIA operatives aiding Hunter Biden, laptop cover-up, and all this garbage going on. Okay, business associates that, you know, they created a web of over 20 companies, Biden family members, 20 companies, and most were LLCs formed, formed during Joe Biden's vice presidency. So Vice President Joe Biden and Biden family members, his brother, Hunter, are out there forming all these LLCs to funnel all kinds of money. Mm-hmm. Pay Bank rep, bank record, ten percent to the big guy, like like the th- big guy. over ten. They received over ten million dollars from foreign nationals, uh, companies. So we're gonna. They had gonna Chinese go- nationalists staying at the house that the Corvette was at. They were renting it for fifty thousand dollars a month. We're yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get into a lot of the of the um of the stuff Friday. Like literally, that they have this this four step plan that they hide that they literally used to hide China source payments Friday, 8 30 PM 
on Freedom Friday. We're going to get into that and some other stuff. I'm sure there'll be breaking stuff. Oh, I I'm sure there'll be tons wait. to talk about. I cannot wait to hear how they're going to rip apart this town hall. One, I can't wait how the left runs with it. I can't wait to see if if, if uh, KJP is going to be asked questions about it from Peter Ducey in the uh, White and House. She's going to uh, deflect it. I can't answer that. <laughs> and, and I also and I also cannot wait for uh, the DeSantis camp to completely tear this apart for the rest of the night. Oh, on the Ron Twitter. DeSantis industrial complex. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it's going to be interesting, but. I think, uh, you know, again, tune in on Friday, 830. Yeah, come and hang out with us. Um, We'll be live just like this again every Tuesday and Friday. I want to thank there's a a lot of people that came over to the stream on both Rumble channels. You know, you got We The People Radio on Rumble, which is James's channel. My channel is very easy to get to. It's 1776live.tv. Please hit the follow if you're watching. If you don't have a Rumble account, you should make one and interact in the chat. Yeah, YouTube, fuck YouTube. Yeah, YouTube, we're not allowed on YouTube. And Rumble is where we are. You know, f- we're on Facebook also, but, you know, I, they, have a ch- they have a shadow band. I know there's a lot of people. Rumble's where it's at. I wish you people on Facebook would literally just um, make Rumble accounts and remember your passwords. Chuck, I'm talking to you in the chat. I know we've had... <laughs> <laughs> I know we've had we've had side messages. I forgot my password. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we we like to gangbang on the government. We get a little weird sometimes. We have some great guests come and tune in. Uh, we have a lot of fun. Shout yep. out to our sponsors: My Page Cigars, Kush Creams, and Serious CBD. Um, we'll be back. Actually, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm going to be doing a little streaming, a little red pill gaming action. So if you're into gaming, come and check out me and my man Scorpion. I have to stop you. Why? Do you think people actually want to sit there and watch you play a video game on live? Bro, I, I bro, we, we, bro, do you have no idea how many people were in the chat? Keep doing these. Keep. We like these. It's I've, fucking I've, wild. I've watched you guys play, and I'm like, like we're I terrible. Like I should, Extra mediocre gaming. I feel like I should be doing something, and you guys are here. <laughs> you're you're playing video games. And streaming it, and I'm just yeah, like gang banging on the government, having some fun. It's hilarious. It's it is hilarious. pretty fun. Me and my Scor- me and my man Scorpion have a good time. Uh, come and hang out with us. We'll be back on Friday, eight thirty Eastern. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, special episode. We got to do a little more watch parties like this, Alan. I think this is a a smash hit. Yeah, we'll see. I can only grab the old garden gnome. Right, Scorpion says, "Stop hating, Alan." <laughs> Stop hating. I hate everything. And you're a <laughs> shitty, you're a you're a shitty video game player. I've seen you play. We're, yeah, we're not that good, but we're we're no, fucking. Although you, although you are better than James. James really sucks. Yeah, I'm fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> Alan, why don't you fucking fire up the old PlayStation? And come play with us. I thought about it the other day because it's sitting there, and I love playing Grand Theft Auto. When I was all stressed out, I used to play Grand Theft Auto, find a place to perch, and just do like mass shootings at churches and set hookers on fire at night. That was my stress relief. Yeah, I just said that out loud on Grand Theft Auto. Video games, it's horrible. Alan's a sick fuck. You'll learn this over time. Yeah, um, so, but it is it is what it is. Uh, what oh wait, what did you say? I didn't hear. Oh, see? That, that's the problem, Chuck. Your wife was talking to you instead of in the kitchen making you a sandwich. What I said was get off Facebook and make another Rumble account, Chuck. I want you on Rumble. I know you forgot your password. Make another account. Make another email. I'm going to have to walk you through it, Chuck. I'm going to have to walk you through it. 
and your wife should be ashamed of herself for talking to you during one of our shows. And I hope she makes you a great sandwich. And with that, everybody. <laughs> we'll be back on Friday. Friday, 830. Alan, you're fucked.